What's going on, Need to Know family? Before we get into this week's episode, I need you to go ahead and do two things. The first thing I need you to do is head over to your app store and make sure you download the Underdog Fantasy app, all right? Underdog Fantasy is the easiest place to play fantasy sports. And mm -hmm. if you sign up using our promo code, Need to Know, that is N-E-E-D-T-O-K-N-O-W, Need to Know, Underdog will match your first deposit up to $100. Ooh, $100? That's yeah, nothing to play with, man. Listen... I've particularly loved Underdog's Pick'em game this NBA season, all right? Once you're on the app, all you have to do is go to the Pick'em tab and pick which players will have a higher or lower stat line in their game for a chance to win big. Steph Curry is a go-to of mine for Underdog Fantasy. It's been crazy to see him put the Warriors on his back. Clay, he's been struggling a little bit. Draymond, yeah. you know, he's been... Choking niggas like he's yeah. just been going crazy, <laughs> but yeah. he will still need some major help here soon if the Warriors stand a chance against my guy Demontis Sabonis of the Sacramento Kings and Anthony Edwards, Ooh. the number one seed in the Minnesota Timberwolves. Yeah, man, those are some hoopers. Look, over in the East, I've been very impressed with Donovan Mitchell. When I'm on underdog fantasy. I usually select higher on Spider's stat totals. Yeah. So with Underdog Fantasy, you can combine some of these players and more to assemble the perfect pick'em entry. Y'all know how I do when it comes to these sports fantasy games. Come on. We do not miss here on the Need to Know podcast. Shooters, shooters. So please, we're going to get to the episode right now. But before you do so, make sure you press pause, download the Underdog Fantasy app, and use the promo Need to Know. You could probably see that somewhere right here, right here, up there, over there. I don't know, but it's <laughs> definitely around and they will match up to $100. Make sure y'all yeah. get that popping, man. Let's get it. It's professional here, Joe. We, we got to like this. It's, it's wrong. structure, though. No, but it's, it's structure. wrong. That is wrong. Yo, he Everybody, was like, just start the shit. That is wrong. When you hear talent have an amazing conversation, mm -hmm. hit the fucking record button, even if that's not your start. Go back later and get your start if you want to be professional. Go back and get the, hey, welcome to the need to know. I'm ready to go. But when you hear niggas giving it up, press the fucking button. But everybody's not Parks, bro. Oh, I didn't say Parks. I had to tell Parks. We had to tell Parks that. You did. Parks learned. Because we was giving it up too much yeah, in, front of, in front of the pod. Yeah. Parks is the man. Yeah, yeah, yeah for sure. Parks, yeah. Can I say that here? Of course. Why, can't, yeah, why, can't, why you? can't you big up Parks? <laughs> <laughs> why won't you be able to do that? I don't. Last time Parks got brought up. Yo, Parks is the yeah, guy, shout bro. Parks. Parks that was is my, my man. Don't do that. Last I'm time. chilling this episode. I want to see where the line of questioning leads. Mm -hmm. I'm so happy to be here, Reggie. Amazing to see you as always. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, couldn't wait to get here. Thank Good. you. I love how he just like specifically shot me out and then like didn't acknowledge you guys. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's one of those he things knows. when like you used to niggas, you don't even fuck like, you don't even yeah, give a fuck like, just, yeah, these are the guys. You know game. what I'm saying? Like, yeah, 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 yeah. Is, They're a lot together. This is like my living room. <laughs> <laughs> Talking here. Oh, uh, bro, let me shut up. You know what's uh, funny? Uh, you know what's funny? Oh, the, the, now that you say it, because a lot of people, when I told them, yo, Joe wants to pull back on the pod, we want Joe back on the pod. A lot of people kept asking me why. Yeah, that was me. I kept that, asking. Like, not just Reggie. <laughs> A ton of why? people kept asking me, why does Joe Budden want to come back to the Need to Know podcast? Did One, they know you don't do too many interviews. They know you don't sit with too many other people outside of your space. Mm -hmm. You give out eight podcasts a week between Patreon and the free ones. So it was like, all right, why does Joe want to come back to the Need to Know? Why would he take the time to come do that? Reg. What? <laughs> what? I mean, it was pretty timely though, right? I was surprised. A couple weeks. A couple, Why? A couple I don't weeks know. Removed. I didn't know if you liked did us. Numbers. Yes, we, we did. did numbers. We did numbers. Yes, yes, yeah. we did. Did you like the reception yeah. of the last one, and that's why you want to come back? Uh, I loved the reception. Okay. Yeah. I loved all of that messy, chaotic <laughs> shit that followed. But that's my Jesus. bad. Yeah, but on the other side, of it, they bigged you up too. Like For, we, we got a lot of we've never seen an interview from Joe like mm -hmm. this. 
Oh, well, thank you. Thank you, guys. <laughs> for that. Thank no, thank you. you. Yeah, Listen, I, I could come here every other week for these guys. Yeah, oh. Number one. Number mm-hmm. two, I come from the school of when something is good, you do it again. Right. Mm-hmm. Right. It ain't broke. It's, it's really very, very Makes simple. Makes sense. Mm-hmm. One plus one equals and two. And right for the holidays, mm-hmm. algorithms acting a little different. Give mm-hmm. my niggas some shit. We have. What's oh, up? Fast. Thank you. Fast. What's up? <laughs> and yeah. it was fun. It was. I had a blast. Yeah, I had a blast. Like, one of my favorite, of my favorite yeah. episodes from you. Easy. And Easy. I felt like when we was ending is when we really could have been start. Yeah. Yes. Mm. Yeah. Yes. So. Yeah. Well, you, yeah, you, because Joe's used to like those long potathons. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, so we're, two, we're, three hours yeah. is like, I'm so glad. That, I'm you. so glad I'm trained that way. Yeah. yeah now, yeah, when yeah. I go to podcasts mm-hmm. and I just for shits and giggles say, hey, how long is this? Mm-hmm. <laughs> 40 minutes. Yeah. That's easy. Yeah, we got an hour. Easy. An That's hour like, tops. That's too late. We'll, have, but... we'll have you on your way, Mr. Button. Yeah. <laughs> You're like, do you know so. what I do? Like, awesome. Yeah. I do. Hour goes by so quickly. Yeah. Too. Yeah. No, it's not enough. Especially if you just want to be quiet and, and just listen. <laughs> now nah, give them some work to do. <laughs> 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 That's what you normally do. Well, thank you for yeah, pulling yeah, back man. up. Thanks thanks appreciate it. We appreciate this is, you. This is part two of the Need to Know podcast. Uh, yeah. What you need to know, when you need to know, on the Need to Know podcast. I know a lot of y'all are returned because we got our guy in the building, Joe Budden. Welcome. I go by the name Savon. Hey, what up, y'all? It's your boy, eh? And we are joined and accompanied by the one and only. Hello, guys. It's me, Reggie. I feel so blessed to be here. We have another special episode for you guys. Yes. Huh? It's, and we the last one was special, but I think this one is also extremely special to me mm-hmm. because... <laughs> This this guy. I get selfish. No, he's like it's for me. Legit, because it's the end of the year, yeah. right? Everybody is kind of relaxing, regrouping, mm-hmm. recreating, trying to go into a mindset. All right, how are we going to go into the next year? And also reflecting on this year. This was a really big year in culture and music. A lot of shit happened. A lot went on. And so, uh, you know, having our guy pull up, Joe, the one and only Joe Button. I know he doesn't do the year recaps anymore. So for you to take the time out to come kick it with us around this time of year, it meant a lot to me because I know there's a void in the content space. Whether you realize it or not, um, your yearly recaps was something that a lot of people looked forward to. So I think the first thing I want to ask you, do you miss doing yearly recaps in that way? Do you know like there is a void knowing that you don't do it anymore? Uh, not really. No? <laughs> not really. That's fine. He's like, no. No, now, now it's like... I mean, it just was work having to remember everything that happened throughout the year or right? yeah. right down and breaking it up into segments and mm-hmm. it was just a lot. So no, I don't miss it. Yes, there's a void. Got it. Yes, there's a void. But I might do one. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I know I know me and Act floated that idea around. Yeah. Like a few weeks ago. I think that makes sense. Yeah. You and Act makes a lot of sense actually. Yeah, just end the year with kicking niggas back so, right? Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Second one. Cuz my list of we people that did well this year is short. Like I think this year has been a horrible year for. In terms of doing for like, like everybody? M- yeah, music or music. In the entertainment space? Music. Okay. All right. And that's mm-hmm. and that's both rap and R and B or just predominantly hip hop. Predominantly hip hop. Right. R and B I think is in the best space ever, but you only know that if you're an R and B lover. If you're R and B, yeah. That's a fact. Like you only know that if you know who to look for, mm-hmm. if you know where to look for. Mm-hmm. Like the peep the other people, like the radio playlist people. Mm. Yeah, because R and B is flourishing in like the younger artist like space. So mm. you really have to go looking. So yeah. I was talking shit to the DJ in the spot uh last night that I went to and mm-hmm. he's rock on. He's an amazing DJ. Amazing DJ. Amazing DJ has been for at least twenty five years in Jersey. Yeah. But so I'd be talking shit. I'm like, yeah, Yo, you my son, man. If I get up here and start playing, you all you play is eighties and nineties. Mm-hmm. You don't get into current. 
I don't hear party next door. I don't gotcha. hear the new Coco Jones. I don't hear fucking Cleo Soul. Ain't I don't no hear rain. like you can't. That's not your. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Stop well, playing with me. Yeah. Stop playing with me. Yeah. And he's a music lover, but you gotta know where this stuff. Yeah, mm-hmm. you gotta know. Like it's pretty easy to say, oh, R and B is dead. But have you done a deep dive to actually pay attention to all the new ten- uh, all all the new people in the space? Yeah. yeah. How could you do that? How could you say that? Yeah, sure enough. Yeah. We actually we we. One of the reasons we we wanted to have you on the pod is because mm-hmm. we wanted to talk R and B. Because you don't really talk, you don't get a chance or opportunity to talk about R and B on your pod. Yeah, you just. Play I, don't, I feel like there's so many different personalities, so many different ears on that podcast. Where naturally your ear goes to R and B, but you don't really get a chance to like have those conversations about R and B. Yeah, I try to. Yeah, I try to though. But nobody seems to be as interested as you in R and B. I don't know how much of a music-based podcast it is, though, anymore. That's kind of what I wanted to ask you. Do you feel like the podcast has turned into a different sort of podcast in terms of its topics from years previous? Yes. Even the big top of this year. Mm-hmm. Break that down. Yes, 100%. Uh, mm-hmm. well, the, well, the baseline, all right, the common denominator between uh, each of the previous iterations, Madi included, was music. Yeah. That was the baseline. Mm-hmm. So... You cannot speak the whole week and come back and know that everybody is on the same page because it's rooted in yeah. the music and the industry and what's been happening. That's not the case today. Yeah. Like when we don't talk for the week and we come back, he might not have heard this album. Hmm. He might not know who this new artist is. Yeah. He might not know this person went on tour. And that those are not the topics that in my chemistry test, I feel like gets the crew passionate. Yeah. Got to know your people. Yeah, mm-hmm. like when we start getting away from that, you start to see passion, and when you see passion, it's a great sign. So I don't uh, know, I don't know how much. So of you music. would rather have it this way, rather than like how it used to be more music based, or would you rather have it this way? Well, I'm I'm with this crew, mm-hmm. so yeah. it has to be this way. Okay, gotcha. you, you go, enough. you go where the in the great words of Gil Grissom, you go where the evidence takes you. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I've seen certain people call it the new Shade Room podcast. Does that bother you? It's inaccurate. No, no it doesn't bother me, but it's inaccurate. Oh, you want me to do uh, Yeah. <laughs> yeah, no. I mean, Shade Room is going to post a lot of pop culture-ish type shit. Yeah. Uh, skewed more toward two different demos that I won't say. Mm-hmm. And we do pop culture in like the man way. Mm, right. It's going to be different processors, different takes in that. Just how men read things and understand things. Is very different, and you see that a lot in our guys and male conversations. Yeah, always. Male, I feel like, comes from that. Mm-hmm. So it's always an interesting clash mm-hmm. of that perspective versus this perspective, even if the topic is the same. Mm. It's funny when you mentioned Mel. So at the top of 2023, you inserted Mel and Flip as permanent or however you want to uh, um, consistent pod members of the year. Um, fast forward to today, we've almost been a year in. How do you feel about that? How has the podcast changed? How has it helped? Um, do you feel like, all right, this is the iteration that I can see going into the new year? Was it an experiment? Like expound a little bit on Mel Flip being inserted into the pod this year. Uh, well, how do I expound? How do I expound on that? Uh, maybe this could help. It, mm-hmm. it's been genius move <laughs> it's, how, it's how i feel yeah. i feel People like it's it. not, not fair for me yeah. to say that but yeah. genius move boy did it work what yeah. a roller coaster yeah. of a year and i can't even take full credit for it right i was talking to mel about just 
podcasting and the future of it in 2022. Mm-hmm. Um, and she would always be like, oh, yeah, but no. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Wasn't really down. Yeah. Then she lived in LA. Yeah. She lived in She's LA. She's on another show as well. But you have a way. So uh, when people come into the podcast, you have a way, there's an energy that you create and I'm, I start with you because you're the head of the ship. There's an energy that you create and then the guys kind of adapt to where people come onto your podcast. They always feel like they can do this reoccurringly. Good. I've seen it countless amount of times. Good. With different co-hosts, with people who've came on as guests, it's always been a thing where they always want to come back for more. Mm-hmm. Right? And I think I don't put it past Mel, that being a thing. I don't put it past Flip being a thing. Um, do you feel like that's something that attributed to Mel and Flip being you know, permanent co-hosts? No, I feel like they brought the experience. Hmm. Flip had his own stuff going on. I won't forget to remind you. Yeah, but I mean, (laughs) I was shocked that he would be able to commit Hmm. to this gig, adapt, uh, have to show the ability to be led, right? Mm -hmm. Like you got to change a lot of shit when you're in that leadership role and, and- he was willing and able to do that. So when he was available, I jumped I jumped at it. Uh, Mel, I always thought, was just full of shit. <laughs> what do you mean by that? I never thought that she would pick up, move to New York, Damn. and sit on that couch mm. twice a week. I just thought, in theory, it was good. But then she did it. So yeah. I was like, oh, shit. Oh, oh wow. shit. I, I never planned on flipping Mel together. Gotcha. Mm. I just know I wanted to see some, I wanted to, Continue the chemistry test. Yeah. I wanted to throw, we needed to throw some shit yeah. in the game, whether that be a strong, powerful woman with some history and some experience or just a live wire dude. And they both came around the same time. Uh, they both kind of helped each other usher in this new phase. Mm-hmm. Uh, and shout out to Ice and Ish and, and Parks for just making everybody, making it a very seamless transition. Yeah. Yeah. If you had to give the Joe Button podcast a report card this year, what would you grade it? Oh man, I would have to say, uh, I would have to say, a A minus. Okay, oh, that's, that's pretty good. Yeah, that's very strong. Yeah. yeah, I would say this has been our best, been my one of my best years ever. What's your sure. gauge? Oh, I'd love to hear it. What's your gauge? Is it the numbers? Because you say the numbers don't really move you. So what's your gauge? Is the engagement? Well, numbers have to move you. You're in a business. Right. Mm-hmm. So right. Yeah. The numbers have to do something. Mm-hmm. But uh, numbers combined with chemistry, combined with morale, gotcha. combined with how tough this is to do. Like, I mean, y'all was there. Sometimes mm-hmm. we would go in and it would just be a tough yeah. day to get through. For yeah, sure. for sure. Uh, today, the process is smooth. It's smooth for everybody. So, yeah, this year has had ups and downs, a lot more ups. Mm-hmm. Uh, this year, I've had, uh, I've I've been able to bounce off co-hosts more this year. Mm. I've noticed that. Than in the past. Like, I don't always want to be the distributor or the like segue. Carrying. Yeah, mm-hmm. sometimes give me the ball on the break. And let's see if I could still windmill this shit on. Yeah. Mm. Right? So, yeah, t- t- this year has just been, it's been peaceful. It's been productive. Mm. We've cracked the top 10, I think even top five overall, uh, all genres. So it's just good. It's just good to see. Everything is up. Wow, I love to hear it. 
I'm happy you mentioned the numbers mm-hmm. because as a podcaster, um, the numbers is kind of how we determine our value, right? And then there's Why? people because we we all trying to get like that's, you said it's a business no, it's, it's a business but it's a business it's the argument he I wasn't really it. Boring, it's, 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 it's a business and yes the impact matters and word of mouth matters and the way that you connect with your audience matters but you know when you're in a certain phase and you're trying to build the numbers is the leverage that we have to take to whomever it is that we can say hey we're worth this can we get this in return so we can make this ship go so again and the the total scheme, I see you making a face. Yeah, if it, you, know, you don't, don't feel like, you know, I don't rock with none of this. Of course, but <laughs> you're in a different space. You're in a different lane where no, you don't no, have to abide I by it. I didn't rock with it before. We did this part for free for how many years? But Joe, you I, every time you say that, just, you're my god. It's a fact. Yeah, to get that off. But it's a it's not me. It's mm-hmm. a fact. Mm-hmm. It's a fact I think for that the you. new age podcasters yeah. and a lot of these today podcasters mm-hmm. are greedy. No, I, I agree. I'm with you. Niggas can be greedy. So if but... you look at most of these niggas and say, hey, this year or the next two years, mm-hmm. hey, just build the brand. Focus on impact. Don't ever mm-hmm. look at a number. Don't think about a number. Just focus on the craft. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Damn, to fucking tell you to kiss their ass today. But you know why it's fucked up? Because the craft w- requires an income. I can't just come and do this for free. That's your version. You get what I'm saying? Mo- most Yo, people can. That's your version. Most people. I don't want to sit here and sound okay. like an elitist. That's your version. All right. Do, do you put any stock into grow, growing up as a rapper? When I say growing up, I mean not at 13, as an 14. As an entertainer. As yeah. somebody at in the 20, business. Like, talk to me about 20. Like, where were you at 20 years old? 21? Like, wh- what does your life look like? 20 years ago, mm-hmm. I'm 23 years old. Mm-hmm. Uh, what month were we in? Oh, right this second, 20 years ago, I'm lit. My album came out June 10th, 2003. Uh, oh, you super late. Yeah, I'm, 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 <laughs> right now. Yeah, right this Hold up, second. Hold up, doing 22 years. Wait, 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 fuck that. Here. 22 years ago, not I'm just second. I'm just sold I'm doing shows. I'm on tour. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, I'm getting R&B features coming down. <laughs> what a time. Oh, God. Yeah, club and oh, oh, yeah, God. Club and drink. Oh, yeah, never. Never. very next. <laughs> Stop playing with it. 20 years ago. All right, so yeah. let's do 21. 20, 20, 21 and a half years ago. When uh, before pump it up, before clubbing, oh, before yeah. I fucked it all up. You fucked it all up fucked by trying up. to figure it all out. Um, I didn't know Ooh. shit. I didn't know shit. Didn't have any information. And most of us with these microphones don't know shit and don't have information. Right. I don't know why y'all took me to twenty one and you about to be thirty. <laughs> what well, I'm, I'm so confused. <laughs> that's true. I'm mad for the how old are you? Yeah, uh, twenty seven. You like Benjamin Bunyan? Yeah, you niggas <laughs> old. <laughs> But podcasting is new. But go ahead. This, this Listen, space it's is tough new. for a podcaster yeah. to go to work for free today with inflation. It's a different yes. time in the world. Right. Yes. Right. I get it. I get That's it. I get it. it. Yeah. Also, you niggas is greedy, but I get it. No, there are a lot of greedy people out there for sure. Yeah. Um, but going back to you and going mm-hmm. back to your numbers, there, there were some numbers that you put out and a lot of people question them. I'm, I'm here to debunk anything that anybody is questioning. Who questioned uh, question them? You didn't. You, I mean, I you're on Reddit. Remember. You're on Reddit. I'm on Reddit too. I don't. Oh, yeah. But you be on Reddit. I'm on Reddit for the entertainment. I don't <laughs> listen to nothing them niggas say as like a real thought. Same. But you see it. A salute to them. Yeah, but I didn't see them even argue that. Okay. Well, there was a lot of people. There are a few people who look at your numbers and they say, this is inflation. It's not real. Ian is fudging the numbers. Like, there's, I've seen it. Okay. And I laugh at it because I'm one of the people tasked to accumulate to some of this information yeah, yeah. to Sorry. put it together and say, hey, this is it. And I also want to shout out Kieran and, and Tanner because they helped me put these numbers together yeah. because the numbers are so fucking massive that 
I can't even do it alone at this point. A few years ago, when the podcast space wasn't as big, when the numbers weren't as large, sure, I could do it by myself overnight. Yo, Joe, I'm going to get this to you in the morning. Right. Give me a few minutes. Boom. Today. Yeah, Ian told me as I was rushing him for the graphic. Oh, okay. <laughs> I, I believe it. But we're, we're pulling from so many different places. There's so many different fucking commas in yeah. these numbers. It's like, yeah. dog, That's I ain't going to. Let me figure this shit out. Good. Um, Thank God. But when you see all the numbers, and I, I want to ask you about both. I want to ask you about the audio and the YouTube. And we can start with the audio since that's what I'm a little bit more familiar with. But the audio, I'm going to read some of these numbers. I just want to hear the most impressive one to you. Right? Okay. So we got 87 episodes in the year 2023. These are regular episodes. We're not including Patreon. Gotcha. If we do include Patreon, we're going to double just at least the episode entry. right? Mm -hmm. But we got 87 episodes, 156 countries. Three hours and three minute average of a podcast, right? That's, That's a, insane. It's a high retention That's rate. Long, very uh, high retention. Eighty-one percent average completion. So out of those three hours, people are averaging eighty-one percent of his podcast. Uh, Two point three million listens per week, and God, I can't even say that number. What's that, bro? The last one. My math is. Uh, uh, um, Pass the Reggie. <laughs> That's, that's our in-house well, journalist. The, the, the number is fucking like <laughs> that's our in-house journalist. Number? Yes, uh, one hundred and eleven million. Yeah, that's our in-house journalist. There we go. Yeah, four hundred thirty-six thousand mm. five hundred twenty. Mm -hmm. Out of these numbers, what is the most important or impressive number to you? Uh, the they all jump off the graphic, but I mean, the average time. I was shocked when I saw that. Every week I go in there and say, let's not do three hours. <laughs> and it's always three hours. Yeah. Somehow. And then the fans get mad when it's not three hours. Mm -hmm. Like, I'm going to fuck myself. They feel like they're shorted. Yeah, fuck myself. Yeah. Everybody else in the top 10, the niggas putting out 30-minute episodes, 12-minute <laughs> episodes. Here I go, three hours of this. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, that jumps out here. The retention is always... That's the one. 81. I think that's, that's the one. Yeah, I was, I was going to say that. I think 81% because- it's ridiculous. I know you say you Insane. don't read the Reddit. You don't give a fuck about the Reddit. But even on Reddit, there's a lot of people who admit to like falling off at the sleepers. Yeah. And then even as a listener myself, sometimes I might listen to the- get to the sleepers and then I'll fast forward. Um, but I can imagine there's a lot of people who cut off at the sleepers. Mm. So in a world, I'm like, all right, let's say he didn't have the sleepers. And I know there's a lot of people who appreciate the sleepers too. So it goes both ways. It. Yeah, it goes both ways. Um, but 81% mm. listening listenership to a podcast, I think that's really impressive. And I don't think yeah. you talk about it enough. I don't think people really understand what that number is and how it plays in the scope of not just like podcasts, but entertainment, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. A lot of people like to question you um, about your value and your place. Um, we also going to talk about ads at some point because we, we see you, you've picked that up. But a lot of people like to question that. I think, right, right. I think <clears throat> under <laughs> understanding what when somebody's giving you content of three hours every single week on average, yeah, and twice a week. The the audience, the massive audience, is able to get through eighty percent of that. Mm -hmm. That's like unheard like, of. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, think and, about yeah. your favorite TV shows. Right. Think about the things that you stream on Netflix and H all these places that you might watch something or listen to something on mm -hmm. the average. Mm -hmm. And it may come out once a week mm -hmm. and then it goes on break for a few months and then mm -hmm. it comes right back. But the consistency that y'all show, um, the retention that y'all have, yeah. there's real power in that. Yeah. And when you say it, people just say like, oh, he's arrogant, right? He's this, he's that. 
But somebody who knows the space and the knowledge that we kind of have, mm-hmm. it's like, no, that's th- th- those are real. Yeah. That's real buying power and real moving ability in this space. So right. um, the 81% for me, was that that was the number for me on the audio side. And that's, that's, that's ridiculous. Yeah. What? If you know podcasts, you know how ridiculous that is. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I wanted to ask you if you consciously have made the effort to, my favorite part about the pod now is that little 10, 15 minutes at the end where y'all just kicking the shit. You feel me? It's very evergreen topics. Did you did you do that consciously, or is it just something to develop into after the? I think it. I think it happened or, or organically. Yeah, but I like it too. That's my. That's one of my favorite yeah. parts. Actually, back to the chemistry thing yeah. and, the, and the passion thing. Like you got to catch these guys when, mm-hmm. when you could catch them. Mm-hmm. So typically, when I used to work at the Wiz and everybody was about to get off at the end of the shift, everybody was real excited, and you would get a good thirty minutes of prime time uh, shelf. Stocking, <laughs> yep. right? Yeah. So yeah, at the end of the pod, when these niggas think it's time to go, and I just uh, let uh, it uh, run uh, alone. I love that. <laughs> let it. I love that. Yeah, why y'all like seeing people go home? <laughs> no, I'm asking. <laughs> I'm asking, bro. Mom, you like seeing people like go home? Work. You, oh, you just like to work. I just like to work. I, I, I like to it. work, and and we are we in a field where we're in a creative space. Yeah. So it's like, yeah. If I'm in the studio for uh, uh, a block of time on a Monday and in the first 11 hours I don't get a song mm-hmm. I don't, not a thought not a hook not a nothing and I just go home mm-hmm. versus in that 12th hour oh now some words is coming now we get a creative surge Yeah. now we can get to work let's get to work Yeah. yeah. so in podding get the fuck out of here when it's, when it's mm-hmm. a bad pod we never say hey bad pod do the whole thing over right now no <laughs> Nobody says that. No. We just put out a bad vibe mm-hmm. or some shit that's not up to the standard that you, so no, get the fuck out of here. If this is when the juice is coming, mm-hmm. we're going to get it. Yeah, we're going to get it. I ain't mad at that. We're going to get it. Speaking okay. of music, this is the first time in, in 2023 is the first time you ever teased or entertained the idea of potentially getting back in the studio. Yeah, recording. I keep trying to trick you my body it. into doing it. <laughs> it's not working yet. It's no not working. Memory. It's not working yet. <laughs> you just please pack really. ain't doing for you yet? I know. I mean, him haven't gotten together yet. Got you. He's okay. been busy. I've been busy. Got you. Wait. I, I imagine it to be a years uh, long process to even. Of like mm-hmm. trying. Yeah, even mm-hmm. get that done. So mm-hmm. this was the first year I was able to say it out loud so I could try to vision it. Yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. Like it's different when you write something down. Yeah. And yeah, I don't know. So it may not be something we see in 2024. No, no, you won't no. see that in 2024. No, no. not at all. At all. But know. it's the first time you talked about it and felt it. Listen. In 2023. Yeah. Got yeah. It. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure. This, sh- this year, um, Andre 3000, he did, he did a few interviews and he mentioned how he feels like there's not much for him to speak about. Uh, he joked about when I was supposed to rap about <laughs> getting a colonoscopy. Whenever you do decide to get back into that mode, do you feel like it's going to feel that way too creatively? Like, what the fuck do I talk about? I was so shocked at 3K when he said that. Uh, me too a little bit, but I understood. Like, I'm, I'm in the middle on that one. Mm-hmm. On one hand, you know, you Andre 3000. You don't, you know what it's like to be hot and on fire and sought after. And you know what that's like at the highest levels. Yeah. For those people, you don't really look to do that, rush into that again. Right? Like, I like the calm that comes with what i do now i like being able to go home and have some shit that's only for me and the fans and not just waiting to hear what i'm gonna do with it like yeah but on the other side of that once i actually sit down and prepare to write well let's see what there is to talk about right 
Like discovery. It's discovery. No, I don't know what I'm gonna say, but I can't wait to find out. So it's one of those. I'm I'm torn on that. I think is is where you kind of separate yourself from a lot of the other artists, the former artists who have podcasts. I think there's a lot of anticipation around what it is the music that you will put out. Right? Like we don't gotta name names, but I think you do have counterparts who do podcasts and are also rappers or have rapped or whatever the case may be. And a lot of what they say, people accept it for what it is and they're not really yearning for music as much. Mm-hmm. Where I think you have an audience or a following that really want to hear your thoughts on top of music. Because I can see that. As much as you give us in your podcast, I think there's another element, there's another layer in your music that you reach and you connect with people and things that you could talk about that hasn't really been spoken about. Right. Okay. Like yeah. um, so I I you know, for us, right, yeah. through through this year alone, we've all been through transitions, right? So you've added to your podcast. When we came into this 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 year, we had four members of the podcast. Yep. Um, the mixer was kind of up in there. So half of this year, we didn't put out a podcast. We that was legit. Rough. It, it was and it time. was crazy. Three four yeah. months. When we yeah. think about where we were in January to where we are now, it's just like a complete one eighty. Like I can't even believe it. I was, was ready crazy. to quit. Legit. He, was, did you, he gave us 90 oh days. God. He was like, if we can't Legit. turn the shit around 90 days, it's Yo, over. I was like, nigga, what the fuck? This nigga called my yeah. phone like... Come on back home. Yeah. This nigga <laughs> called my phone like, Yo, hey, yeah, you know we be trying, man. Like, I don't get it. Like, what's up? I'm like, yeah, yeah, yeah. What didn't he get? What didn't you get? It was bad. It, <sighs> the morale thing that you talked about, the morale just wasn't there at the top of Can the I year. Can I say this? I feel no. like... um. There was at one point, I can't speak for Alex because I don't know if Alex has said this, but Savon definitely, there was a series of meetings where Savon was kind of expressing that he was feeling like a little burnt out. I feel like the tasks at hand, they weren't distributed well. And then we were all just kind of feeling a little burnt out. No? Is that inaccurate? I think that was one part of it. And I also just, you know, again, it, it, it's like in sports, but the locker room, right? If everybody's not on the same page, it's hard to go chase that ring. Mm-hmm. It could just be one important cog. If that nigga's off, mm-hmm. this shit yeah. is just not gonna work. Like you know what I'm saying? Yeah. yeah. And he, so that's why you don't get a ring. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, exactly. So I was just of the mindset of look, we've been doing this for a while. We've been trying. We got all the resources. We are here. There's a lot of people who wish that they were in our position the same way we look at other people and say, hey, mm-hmm. we want to get to that position, right? Mm-hmm. And I feel like we had hit a glass ceiling. Got it. And I didn't know how to move past that as one of the leaders. Alex and I, we do this shit together. Um, But for me, how I was feeling at the time, I'm like, look, we're going to relaunch. So from February to about May, we didn't record a pod because I didn't know the right branding, the right marketing. I didn't have the right producers in place. Like I and can't even, be producer and host. Yes, I can be what, producer on the task, like the JVP, yeah. right? Because yeah. that's my hey, Savon, do this, nigga. Like mm-hmm. you ain't got to do nothing else but mm-hmm. do this. And he, but even knowing your audience, not to cut you off, I'm sorry. Go crazy. One thing that we paid immense attention to throughout the comeback was, all right, dog, on Apple Music, on Spotify, we're listed as a music podcast. Mm-hmm. During that time, for some reason, we had all decided to pivot, talk about evergreen stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Which is dope. We enjoyed it. You know, like we like relating to people, but our audience probably didn't want that from us as much as they want the topics yeah. that we discuss now. Right. So mm-hmm. even understanding that in the process. Yeah. We thought like the evergreen shift would be, we thought it would, would work. Like we would talk more about like family, dating and shit like that. But then 
once we were like done with that and we went back to the topical shit, that's yeah. when it like soared. Yeah, it yeah. jump started again. Yeah. Yeah. So for me, I came in here and I was like, look, we got 90 days. We're going to relaunch in June. 90 days, if we don't see nothing, I think, I think we just, you know, we, <laughs> like, I maybe I'll call Joe and get my job back. Like, I don't know what's going on. I have no idea. But, you know, uh, within that 90 days, we had an uh, incredible amount of growth, right? The, the mix is sold out. And then Ish, shout out to Ish. He was our first guest. Mm -hmm. um, and then with really that, it, it kind of just snowballed into everything, right? Mm -hmm. and, and so um, just reflecting on the year from that point of view, I didn't really know what we were going to do. And I, I know seeing you in real time, you've had those moments of, all right, now we got to figure this shit out. Yeah, I'm so like, shocked to hear this story from yeah. you yeah. after watching me. Right. No, for sure. Right. Absolutely. Right. But going back to Alex's point, I think there's a lot of cachet that you bring into the podcast space, right? There, there, there's, there's a lot of, going back to like what I said about your music, there's people who are, act, who are waiting to hear you in, my, in, in a rapper form. <clears throat> in that art form that they don't even listen to your podcast like do you realize there are people who only want to hear joe budden the rapper and not the podcaster yeah it's just a small number a smaller number i don't think it's it's like, a small number while well, i'm comparing it to podcast people no. got it those people they be like, oh joe come on now you retired now we need some more <laughs> cool and thank you yeah but it doesn't move the needle for you, for you in that way. Not today. Rap, uh, no, that's rapping is, uh, me rapping today is selfish. Like, to you? It, it only takes care of me. Oh, uh, okay. There's no Why? one else that that helps. Well, what about the listeners artistically, that want that? the listeners out there, okay. but I'm speaking for, listen, I got 20 years of that. So now I'm speaking for legacy and my kids and my family. Yeah. And, my, it's about my people, the people that we're able to staff, the people that we're able to help develop and build and grow. It's not just a, hey, Joe's going in the booth. Joe's the only one that knows how to rap. Joe's going to pick this beat. Joe's going to distribute this. Joe, 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 Joe. No, 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 it has to be, it has to be greater than me today. And it is. Yeah. Yeah. Another person we interviewed this year was Elliot Wilson. Uh, <laughs> definitely enjoyed our conversation with Elliot. After our conversation, I I could have sworn he just got it. <laughs> yeah, I don't know what happened. We had a beautiful conversation about the youth and his mm. place, and because at that time it was after yeah. he he called out like Bobby, and it was like that era. And yeah. we spoke to him about it. I feel like we made Bobby progress. Yeah, we're like Elliot, you understand? It looked but good. I don't know what happened. I don't know what happened since then. I don't know what occurred. he did it again. See the things with Capricorns, <laughs> right? Oh, that's your. Oh, yeah. Tell me about your people. What does this have to do with <laughs> that? No, but it is a thing. Nah, but tell me about your people. Sometimes we hear shit, but we don't really hear shit. Huh? We hear shit, but we don't really hear shit. Oh. I think Elliot just was here entertaining us a little bit, Word. but he didn't really. He didn't give a fuck about what was going on. You don't think so? Nah. You don't think nah, any nah, of our nah, conversations nah, stuck I, with him? No, no, <laughs> I don't. Sometimes it takes a while to learn the same lesson. That's true. Do you think he learned his lesson? I this think time? he totally understood when he sat with y'all over the Bobby shit. But I also think he has just this competitive nature in him. Savon is the same way. Nori has it as well. Mm. I have it, but it doesn't manifest in, in that, that way. way anymore. Yeah. Like, I'd be happy for niggas. Mm. Especially if they're talking to somebody that they really want to talk to and I have already spoken to. That's where these niggas be getting me. Like, Nori got mad all year at people getting other shit, interviews. He was tight. And he man. went right to his Twitter. Yo. 
that's fucked up. You went over there. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck with the culture. You said that shit about Hov and Gale. Yeah, that's yeah, crazy. Nah, that's Talk what about me. Yeah, yeah, Nori is shit. dead ass. He don't play about that shit, but yeah. I feel him. So Nori, as somebody who has, you know, I mean, not Nori, Elliot, mm -hmm. as somebody who's spoken to uh, Nikki a few times. Yeah. As someone who's of a certain ilk and stature of the game, like that comes with a certain arrogance and privilege. Like you expect for some of the A-list artists to stop by when they're doing their shit. Yeah. If you don't speak to them in three or four years, that's fine. But when they're on rollout time, I just know I'm gonna talk to you. So mm -hmm. when that don't happen, yeah. and it's then you see nerve. these niggas mm -hmm. playing video games <laughs> with this little young thing, they dancing. <laughs> 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 they and shit. Elliot in yeah. the crib like, oh, you motherfucker. He can't contain it, he don't know what to do. Mm. Yeah. yeah. I see that shit on my phone, just scroll, <laughs> scroll, <laughs> scroll on by. Right. How do you how do you feel uh, about that? Like because it seems like there's a shift in media in general. I think 2023 really propelled the streamers. For sure, like it streaming. A, it's not a shift. So what is it? It's more inclusive. Okay. Now there's a new vertical. Yeah. That has to be acknowledged. Yeah, it's been added. That don't get rid of CNN. That don't get rid of me. Yeah. yeah. Everybody's that don't get rid of Vlad. Like everybody's still important, right. but still now there. there's more. Mm -hmm. Open the door and let them in the house. Mm -hmm. Exactly. You don't got a problem with Casa right? Not at all. Okay, I want to be clear. I got a problem with that shit he did in Times Square. <laughs> that's I mean, old, I, I'm not Times Square, Union Square. Union Square. That's the old nigga in you, yo. But again, if you're from New York, you know how packed that area gets. <laughs> Now that's the old head of you, bro. Young so you're not an old head, and yet you understand. <sighs> oh shit! Wait, what? You just said, yeah, but it is. It's crowded over there. So you do understand. I understand. I understand it. Friday, Halloween time, or whenever that was, something was going mm -hmm. on around one, there. one of them holidays. Yeah, yeah. not because you don't you know, do that in New York. We already dealing with congestive pricing. We trying yeah. to dog. It's overpopulated, it's over. dense yeah. as it is. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You in Atlanta? Mm -hmm. You are extremely popular mm -hmm. cool find a better way to do that than fucking up the streets of new york and this but, is a but giveaway, it's not right? personal to him no no it's not personal that's all i wanted to ask that's all i wanted to ask because i, I, I think... fuck with him i love that shit we need yeah, that shit yeah, i gotcha. would never have offset come spending nine miles there's none of the rappers that yeah. I'm, I'm not gonna do it i'm yeah. not gonna do it that don't mean somebody will yeah yeah that don't mean i don't want to see it right right i'm never gonna spend a week in the jail yeah the prop jail right. and have these niggas come and do like this kind of hip hop Hamilton mm -hmm. of jail events. Mm -hmm. I don't have the energy, mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah. enough Red Bull in the world to get me to do that. Well, Kai's yeah. going to do it. But yeah. somebody has to do it. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Elliot ain't going to do it. I don't want to see that. Yeah, That's what confused me about what he said this time. He said hip hop journalism and then posted the screenshot of like Nikki twerking on live. But like no one said Kai's stream was journalism though. So that's yeah, why nobody. that confused me. And like you said, like journalism is still around. So overall, I just feel like this was a weird incident that happened with him. And I, and I feel yeah. like and yeah. I, and I feel yeah. like a lot of It didn't of make people, sense to me. Yeah. I feel like a lot of people that come from the jail system or understand it, have people involved. They were a little critical on Kasanat, which is fine. Granted, I get it. They have people they know in there. But one thing I was thinking about, you said the last time you were here, yo, the kids don't really know shit, right? So how do I expect for somebody that's not even 25 yet? To understand like what he's doing in terms of content. He's irresponsible. Yeah, that's yeah. yeah I'm, he, he wouldn't know at that age, like, yeah, right, me reenacting jail could, it's kinda, could come off as a little bit fucked up. irresponsible, but he hasn't got there yet in life, right? So 
I was just so confused why they were trying to get on him. Like, yo, he's not an adult for real. I yeah, mean, no, you got to allow people to to learn. Yeah. yeah. You do. Yeah. He's only, what, 22? I think he just yeah, turned 22. Yeah, 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 yeah. 22. I think he's young. Yeah. So he, he he's super, mm-hmm. super, super young in that. He lit. Lit mm-hmm. out here. He is. Oh. He is. As far and we as need that. Goes, mm-hmm. We do. Yeah. We do. I can't stress that enough. Mm-hmm. Uh, shit, we was talking about Nikki. If you're, if you're Nikki, who is how old she is, but some, probably somewhere around my age, Yeah. and you want to reach the people that are that age, then now we know where to go to do it. Yeah. Right. I think that's important. Yeah. Yeah. How do you feel about um, streaming as far as pertaining to like yourself and the network in just the future? Because obviously you're one of those people who is always ahead of the curve. I think streaming is one of those things where it came from left field. Like, I don't think we could have predicted that. And if you could, I would love to know about it. But like streaming was one of those things for me, at least it was just, it just came. And now it's a part of the inflation of content. And how do we incorporate it if we are building a network, if we are trying to adapt? Is it something that you thought about? Is it something where it's like, all right, maybe we'll have uh, Flip be the streamer guy? Um, is it something you thought about doing for yourself? Or like, you know, let's expand on that. Well, streaming is streaming and it's here now. Yeah. So if you're in this business, you do have to pay some attention to mm-hmm. streaming somehow. Uh, I feel like in hip hop, when we say streaming, we're only talking about like the gamers. Mm-hmm. but no streaming overall <clears throat> yeah we got to deal with it but i also think that not it came and went but it came and it's a mainstay now and that shouldn't be my that shouldn't be the concern like the concern for me still is ai like streaming there was a point in 2020 mm-hmm. 2021 where it was like oh shit here comes the streamers and the gamers <laughs> and they're taking all of the money and look what the mr beast and him and it's just yeah. whoever right uh now, then came Chat GPT, Chat mm-hmm. whatever the fuck it is, That's it, yeah. and AI. I feel like people need to start figuring out how they're going to adapt to that because that's going to be the long haul. Mm-hmm. That's going to be like, that's going to be CDs. Mm-hmm. Like yeah. CDs was here for mad long before it changed. Mm-hmm. AI is going to be that. Like AI is the real disruptor yeah. that people should be worrying about. I'm not saying worried about it. Oh, okay. Or ha- you be worried about it or be happy about it. Either way, it's coming. It's evolution. Okay. Yeah. It's coming. So figure it out. Especially with uh, with the musicians, right? Like, uh, I think this oh, is like the, the f- fake AI. I think songs. it's the first year that the Grammys is allowing for AI nominated songs to actually be nominated for the Grammys. Right? It's the That's first the year we heard an AI yeah. song, uh, yeah. and it was kind of hot. Yeah, yeah she was, yeah. was actually kind of yeah, hot. She was kind of sound like you niggas. Yeah. <laughs> it's scary. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Have you ever experimented with AI? Did something so? <clears throat> there's a thing, and I think y'all talked about it on your pod. But you can say like, write a song like Babyface, and then the AI will create the song structure, vocabulary, everything of Babyface. Like, have you? Do anything you, I've ever done with AI, I would never re- reveal publicly right now. Really, one hundred percent. Why is that? Uh, because we're in the tinker stage. Mm-hmm. Everybody's in the tinker stage. It's okay. coming. Everybody has to figure. Everybody's tasked with what to do with it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm not going to go in my think tank and come out with my findings. Mm-hmm. Got it. Way too early for that. Way too early. Do you but believe if you know Joe Budden? You know that Joe Budden's tinkering somewhere. <laughs> you believe that artists are, you know, playing around with AI, using AI to create the. Oh, for sure. Today? Yeah, for sure. Yeah, I hear sure. whole albums and know that AI did it. Really? Damn. Mm-hmm. Hmm. I could tell. I could tell the difference between a, a, a human soul, mm-hmm. you could still hear soul for me, mm-hmm. and just none computer-generated, synthesized, 
fucking just you can hear it. I can hear it. Yeah, Trendy that's interesting. For me, there is nothing better than showcasing my joy. Our friends at Frito Lay know that joy is bold, vivacious, and contagious. Joy gives life flavor, rhythm, and vibes. And when joy takes flight, it can't be contained. It is robust, more than a smile or a laugh. It's an infectious experience. So here's to all the creators that inspire us with your creativity and passion. Let's keep filling the world up with joy. And make sure you look out for the My Joy campaign powered by Frito-Lay. This episode of the Need to Know podcast is sponsored by eBay Authenticity Guarantee. With eBay Authenticity Guarantee, you know you're getting the real deal. Whether you're looking for a head-turning handbag or a watch that says it all, or jewelry that makes you look like the gem, or sneakers and streetwear that make every step feel fly. Oh, man, the first piece of luxury item that I just had to have. I remember being in middle school, and um, when I was in middle school, everybody that was everybody, you know, the fly cats, those patent leather Pradas. Oh, my God. I had to have them in black. I had to have them in green. They were just such a premium shoe. Everything about it, you could wear it to school. You could wear it some to a wedding. It was just it was just super fly. And what caught my attention about it was just, just that patent leather on it. It you know, really brings you in. And what made me fall in love was just how I could wear it <laughs> at school and still wear it at church. That made me feel good. It was a balance to the shoe. And um, yeah, the, when I finally got it, I finally felt like, damn, I done checked that off my list. <laughs> so um, these days to know for sure you're getting the real deal, go straight to eBay when you're searching. Just look for that blue check mark. It will say authenticity guarantee. That means when you buy it, you can be confident that it's authenticated by real experts. With eBay authenticity guarantee, that's easy. So again, look for the blue check mark. That way, when it hits your doorstep, not only do you know it's real, but the feeling you get when you put it on is also real. Ensure your next purchase is the real deal. Visit ebay.com for terms. I wanted to know some of your uh, favorite projects of the year. I know you're primarily an R&B guy. Yeah, but would you break us down for us? I, I want to know which I know. I think Maida might be on your list, right? Oh, for sure. Mm-hmm. Me too. Mm-hmm. For sure. I mean, my, my R and B list is kind of short. Uh, it's Maida. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's gonna kill me. It's Puff. Yeah, nah. We came in here and said that sorry. we liked it. It's a good I'm, album. Yeah, sorry. sorry. We didn't know he was doing that shit when we. Sorry. We didn't know. Yeah. <laughs> we had no hey, idea. If the artist on the album felt like he was doing all that shit, then they wouldn't have did it. They found out when we find out. Mm-hmm. Now we just get this classic. Mm-hmm. It's kind of classic now. Yo. Like, yo. I got a stick on it. For, for real, it's kind of crazy. Ooh. He was definitely going to remember it. Do we play? Yes. Yes. Do we not? Yeah, no. yeah, it turns into one of those projects. I love it because the artist that he had. On the album, oh, I feel bad because I feel like I can't listen to those songs without feeling weird. But I love that album so much. Yeah, it's not our fault that the niggas who <sighs> are the most problematic make some of the best music, Puff included. Mm-hmm. With these allegations, I we hate still it waiting, so much. But I can't. I'm not gonna disqualify that album when it comes to like the grand scheme of R&B mm-hmm. this year. I can't. I can't do that. I couldn't do that to Jazzy. Yeah. I couldn't do that to some of the incredible people that. Worked on, mm-hmm. worked Nigel, on that album. Yeah. yeah, come on. It, it's some mm-hmm. new, fresh talent on there. Yeah. So and much of it. It's some credible talent on there. Mm-hmm. Um, fucking uh, SZA. Mm-hmm. SZA this Even year. Even though her album came out last year, it took over this year. Yeah. So it just Did it shows, come out last year? Yes, Did. at the end of last end year. End of last though, year. So, yeah. 2022. 
<clears throat> crazy, right? But it was so good, it bled yeah. into Literally. almost yeah. next year. Like, I'm still listening and to And Scissors releasing uh, another one. Yeah. Lana. Lana, yes. That's so what it looks like. That's probably an EP, right? No. Oh, it's not? According to her, it's a deluxe with a whole new oh. album of actually R&B music for the people that was talking shit saying that her album wasn't R&B. How was wow. her album not R&B, though? We, I, I didn't hear this. I mean, yeah. what were they saying about it? There was it? some pop records. Was a lot of that. Oh, okay. There was a lot of pop yeah. slash like alternative. country oh. slash. Yeah. Like, she played around on that mm. shit. I thought it was just a beautiful concoction of Amazing. Sound. Mm -hmm. Yeah. She was actually one of my faves. We 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 do have a list that we're gonna get to a little bit later. But she was one of one of the MVPs for this year because she also had like a real feature run too. Yeah. I don't know if people like she had a real feature run throughout this entire year. Like a lot of people acknowledge J. Cole for that shit, but like she went crazy on anything she touched this year outside of just her own music. So I'm glad you mentioned SZA. And my two favorite rap albums are R and B albums. Wait, what? Uh Gunner. Ooh. Is an R&B project. Uh, melodic rap, huh? He had and, a good 2023. And Don Tolliver. Mm. Oh, shit. Yeah. Hmm. Don was definitely on mine. Yeah. Um, so, and then Killer Mike. That shapes up my three in rap. Hmm. Okay. Um, so, speaking of... I, when you said MVP of r and I'll be remiss if I didn't mention my MVP. My MVP by far is Victoria Monet. I want to, mm. like... Her journey... She was talking about in an interview, she was talking about this um, meme that like really explains her journey. It's like someone's like digging for gold and then like you see like, oh shit, like uh, I'm never going to get to the gold. And then they like turn around. But if you just dug like one more hour, you would have made it. So that's what I think about when I think of her. She has seven Grammy noms, co-signed from Janet Jackson, co-signed from Usher, her everything. So I just, when I think of 2023, I think of her. But I also wanted to shout out these projects and she has a man which is impressive i know and she's like usually when they got a man she's uh, not hurting like and she's still making like amazing music yeah i'd be cool <laughs> so i wrote it down because i'm the worst with this when like people ask you like oh what's your favorite movie or whatever i forget like every movie i've ever watched so this is my list uh so have you guys heard of destin conrad yes. he has a my man yeah he goes crazy he my has a project right called there. submissive kamari a brief nirvana yes. naomi sharon she's on ovo Love obsidian yes. amazing this is all r&b like um, this gentleman named El Mean, mm-hmm, uh, mm-hmm. Maida was on my list. Brent Fires, Larger Than Life, Cleo Soul, Heaven, Leon Thomas had a great 2023. He did. And I don't know, th- it's not much rap in my favorite album. Down list. year for rap, really down year, horrible year for for rap. Absolutely, really, really bad. horrible, <clears throat> horrible. It took little Absolutely Uzi's. Horrible. Yeah, it took little Uzi's rock album to declare Uzi the first. Uzi came and went. Yeah. Travis Scott came and went. Mm. Some other people came and went. I won't say because they get sassy. When People did, came and went. <laughs> when did uh, Utopia die out for you? Because I think originally you guys bigged it up. I like that project. Okay. But liking the project uh, on release week don't do nothing for me. Liking the project two weeks after it's released don't do nothing for me. I want to know the project that five, six months down the line, I'm still checking for this joint. Yeah. I'm still going back to this song. The like the albums you. that have staying mm-hmm. power uh, in my, in my uh, catalog. You don't feel like any rap album per se had that this year. Killer Mike had that. Killer Mike had that for me. But my problem I ran into with Killer Mike was in all of my different mind and mood sets throughout the year, it wasn't appropriate for all of them. Mm -hmm. And then I would be forced to run to, not forced to, but then I'm going to a gunner Mm -hmm. who is going to give me some introspection, Mm -hmm. also some fuck these niggas that think I read it, Mm-hmm. Also, we balling. Also, we with the bitches. You know what album grew on me this year? Young Thug. 
yeah. Young Thug Piece Together I'll, project. There's like, a lot of joints on there that I go back to. Yeah, they like did a great know. job. Mm-hmm. I'd love to hear what that sound like. If he were out, that would have been one of those. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, down year for rap. Well, I got a shout out. Uh, I almost forgot Larry June and The Alchemist, The Great Escape. I'm literally wearing his jacket. I feel like that had a lot of replay value. Like and that was a hip hop album. I like mm-hmm. it. Um, you know how you know this year was a down year for hip hop? Metro Boomin's album is one of my favorites. Oh, shit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But wait. One of my favorite projects, and he's not a rapper. Mm-hmm. Okay. Because he's not a rapper. He's not a rapper. But it was a hip hop album, though. I don't give a fuck. Y'all rappers let the producer come yeah. and out rap the rappers. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Hmm. Even if he point. wasn't rapping. Mm-hmm. He constructed a better rap album than rappers. I mean, it says something to me. I think for the rappers, for me, at the top of my rap list, I think Offset had a really good project for me. Mm-hmm. I like I like the packaging. I like the album. I like the music, yeah, honestly. Sure. It comes with the music. I do like the music. I like it a lot, too. Now she, she's stepping on it now. But, <laughs> but that don't take, change take the music. Uh, do it change the music? A little bit. A little bit? Just a little bit. But it's fire. All of that Offset shit is fire. It, yeah. it Not change it, but it over shadows yeah. it over yeah. it takes away now now you just go online and see all these people talking shit about offset's personal life which is none of their business mm-hmm. out uh, rather than this mm-hmm. amazing body of work that that he put out and i'm gonna show out man if you guys are having difficulty selling over 50k hell yeah i'm gonna be hype as hell if i'm offset what this is mm-hmm. he had a year <laughs> he definitely did he had a year they counted him out he lost his brother mm-hmm. like he, he had quite a year man shout out to him and leading up to that album, the rollout was perfect. Like the Kai Sinat stream, and then he performed with Quavo at the BT Awards. So everything was picture perfect. And then there's just like, I feel like it ended on like a sour note. Well, this is coming off of him mm-hmm. arguing with uh, the record label QC or going mm-hmm. to court, whatever happened with them there. It's yeah. just been a lot thrown on his plate. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I also enjoyed, uh, for all the dogs, Scary Hours edition. Um, when I add the regular for all the dogs and that deluxe, for me, in terms of rap, that is probably the best album. Um, what I wanted to ask you is I actually never heard your take on the Special Hours Edition, Scary Hours Edition. I never gave one. You never gave it a listen? I never gave a take. Oh, okay. And I heard it and went on to work like it was a normal day of work. Well, how did you feel about him actually rapping on those songs, Drake? Good for him. Okay. Kudos. Look at the rappers rapping. Hmm. True. Okay. So you didn't... You didn't care that he kind of shut people up after, all right, y'all said I wasn't rapping on this shit. I came back with five joints. It's, pro- it's produced by The Alchemist. It's, it's, produ- it's produced by um, Conductor Williams. Does nothing for you as a rap lover? I'm happy for him. It's kind of like the thing you said with SZA. SZA, she said she's going to come back. She's going to put, you know, it's almost talking about talking to the naysayers, talking to the people who yeah. doubted you, talking mm-hmm. to the people who said- It was a five-year hiatus, yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's like, all right, SZA, you didn't really give us what we expect the top to give us in R&B. Mm-hmm. Drake kind of did the same thing when it came to rap. He's like, all right, you know what? Mm-hmm. I'm going to address some of those people. And then not only did he do it indirectly, I think it's fair to say he also did it directly because it's people like yourself, when you have a prominent voice, he addressed people like, like you saying, hey, I'm going to get on here. I'm going to rap. Um, it almost felt like redemption. In a way, oh, right? Sure. I'm going to redeem myself for some of the things too. that that people may have said about me. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, I, I guess kind of to piggyback off of Alex's point, like nothing about that moved you. Nothing about that, you know, not made you me. not at all. Really? Not, not for me personally. How come? Rushed. You feel like it was rushed? Rushed, and and I feel like it spoke to my main complaint about Drake, which is dictate don't be so reactive 
I oh. get it. You the megastar, so you got to feed all of these different demos. I don't know what that's like. Mm-hmm. That's something that you're tasked with. Mm-hmm. But whatever you feel like doing, I just want you to do it. Mm-hmm. I don't want you to wait till you read something or somebody says something or no, you do that shit. If he would have did, if he would have had that same lyrical prowess uh, with the effort that went into the album, I think you get something there. But Drake rapping over the slower beats, I don't really think that's his bag, but I think that's winning right now. So you do it. Like I would have loved to hear a good old fashioned, I would love to see 40. Mm-hmm. I'd mm-hmm. love to just hear Drake and 40 mm-hmm. do what he tried to do with Conductor and Alchemist. Yeah. But since, I'm glad he did it. Awesome. Since we are. And I know, never want to talk about Drake again. No. <laughs> All right. Uh, you know, with, with that being said, we, we will leave the Drake there. But I'd be remiss because it was a year and I'm just looking back in the year. How do you feel about that? Do you feel like you shouldn't have even said anything about it when you did say something about it? No, or, I don't feel like that. Okay. I don't feel like that. I feel like I feel like there's a responsibility that comes with the seat that I that I that I'm in. Yeah. Um and sometimes the artists reply thinking that I've I've been irresponsible in my delivery. Mm-hmm. Sometimes they think I'm personal. Um mm-hmm. uh, sometimes they treat me bad. Sometimes they're not nice. <laughs> <laughs> sometimes they can give me. And when that happens, it's just like <clears throat> Ah, you gotta adapt, right? You just gotta adapt. So these niggas don't want to be critiqued. I know what niggas are doing out here for engagement and to keep album talks alive throughout the duration of its cycle. And if you don't want that, then by all means, Mm -hmm. please, I'll shut the fuck up. Mm -hmm. But when I shut up, a lot of talk is gonna shut up. Yeah, yeah, I can see that. And everybody's needed. With with, ecosystem. with you kind of saying that, it kind of reminded me of a few weeks ago, and again, keeping it within this year, of the back and forth or the exchange between you and NBA Youngboy. It was really quick. Um, it was very passionate from his side and, and from you. I think you voiced something that how you felt, and I know you went on your pod and you was like, hey, that was an in, in intrusive thoughts, right? It was internal. Yeah, Maybe yeah, I shouldn't have put it out there. It was wrong. It like, was wrong of me to say. Heard that it was it. wrong of me to say it the way that I said it. Okay. Back to there being a responsibility that comes with yeah, the seat. Yeah. Uh, and I, something I say to podcasters all the time, there's a way to communicate what it is you think you cannot communicate. Mm-hmm. It's just your job. There's an art to it. It's your job to kind of find out what that is. And I didn't do that. It was the end of the pod. I was just I was like, oh, look at this, niggas. <laughs> Fuck this nigga. Yeah, that's not, yeah, yeah, that's yeah. not how you hold that conversation for somebody that has mm-hmm. that much importance and culture and what's going on. Yeah. Have the talk if you're going to have the talk. Don't be lazy and just kick a nigga back and then mind mm-hmm. his business. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. it, it, it resolved really fast. Like, for me, at least, from the consumer standpoint, everything kind of happened really fast. You said what you said. He responded to you. And then maybe within 48, 72 hours, yeah. it was peace. It was mm-hmm. over, mm-hmm. right? Um, That's how it should go to me. Mm. You should, you should, but you, you can't dictate somebody else's response. Yeah. 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 But that's how it should go. Hey, I think you trash. Hey, nigga, fuck you. Suck my dick. I'll kill you. All right. That's the end. <laughs> that's it. Yeah, you heard Grave Digger Mountain and just shit got different, right? The white girl just went up there, man. <laughs> <laughs> but as far as that, too. the ball was on that. Everything's cool there. I know he said oh, yeah, he loves no. you. You love him. Oh, yeah, I wish him the best. Yeah, yeah, I wish him yeah, nothing but sure. the best. For sure. Mm-hmm. For sure. And shit, I got little brothers. 
Mm-hmm. I got little cousins. Mm-hmm. They fuck with them. I ain't got to fuck with them. I'm old. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah. That makes a lot of sense. An R&B product that stood out to me. This is an individual who you've been critical of over the years. I remember working with you and you just being so critical over him. But I get it. Uh, Brent Fayez. Yeah, man. That's my dog. I feel the same. Yeah, Joe. Yeah, he's he's on, on the same. Yeah, and I, maybe I maybe I yeah. shouldn't agree with nothing Joe say. Honestly, nah, nah, agree nah, with him. Nah, 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 agree with your man. Last time I ain't really like that. <laughs> <laughs> See, yeah. wait, how do you feel about Brent Fires? Yeah, oh, y'all good today. Yeah, I want. I really want to know because you're I a guy. I was unaware of this. So you're a guy that enjoys those '90s R&B riffs. How how those artists stack their vocals. Granted. Is he the best singer in the world? No. But I at least thought you would su- um, support or respect the structure of his music. No. The structure of the music is what my problem is. I'm not talking about his recent album. Yeah, the Larger Than Life, good, I like yeah, that one a lot. Really the recent yeah. album, he sounded like he did some things differently, and I appreciate that. Yeah, okay. yeah. But the albums before that, I, I feel like Brent does a lot of unconventional things vocally. Mm-hmm. Things, yes. things that like... The choir, the choir director would kill you for mm-hmm. if you did that shit. Mm-hmm. And when coupled with some of the beats that highlight that, his, that uh-huh. I don't think it's a good mix. But his audience loved that shit. Hmm. Yeah, they think it's a vibe. They don't care about all that. I would definitely say he's not the best vocalist, but he makes amazing songs, and that's why I like I love his music, and I put up with the lackluster vocals sometimes. Yeah, he has this trendy style of R and B, right? Yeah. Whereas like. You could be, you don't have to be a lover boy to enjoy his music, right? You know what he reminds me of? He yeah. reminds me of when J. Cole would only produce for J. Cole. Hmm. Huh. It's like, damn, you could hear that if this guy were to get just with some other people, man, this would be crazy. But you just keep doing it. Like expand yourself. the sound by working with different even people? Even on his recent album. And I'm, I don't want to talk about Brent. <laughs> but even on the recent album. Here we are. Every time somebody else came on, mm-hmm. it sounded like a different song. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Not okay. just in vocals, but the pocket, the the bounce, mm-hmm. whole different songs sometimes. Yeah. But somebody else that I I support them outside of the music. Like I like his business model. I like how he goes about shit. Mm-hmm. Great young man. Don't bother nobody. Mm-hmm. Yeah, right? that's like, true. So you don't want to be in that. You don't want to just be in that bag where you just sound like you speaking so negatively on yeah. people that don't bother a soul. Right. Yeah. I don't want to be that. That makes sense. Absolutely. That's fair. Um, I do want to kind of pivot just a little bit back into the content space. And I, I, I really appreciate being able to talk music and also content with you. It's not one dimensional. We can go for music and then we can go to content because a lot of your peers, I feel like they are only in one lane. They can't, they, they, they don't stack it well. They don't layer it well. They don't know too many different lanes. Um, but with you, I feel like it'll be dope, you know, just to hear with the surgeons of just content creation there's new podcasts that came along. Yeah. There's new creators that came along. I put together a very short list of um, just some of the creators who kind of emerged this year. Was right? this your messy topic or no? This ain't my messy topic. We're going to get to the messy. Right. You want to get to the messy? Uh, if you want, we can get to the messy a little no, bit. No, no, do this. Drag but it out. Honestly, it, no, it can lead. It can lead right into <laughs> no, it. All right, go ahead. It leads right into go it, ahead. honestly. Set We're it talking up. about content creation. Set it goes up. right to where I wanted to go. But yeah, and, and it, it may get a little bit messy with Reggie, some of the people on this list. Right? <laughs> right. Don't put me in a line of fire. Reggie, you go ahead. You say. I'm here for it. No, I just wanted to hear your thoughts on, so I had a list of the most improved podcast or content creators. Um, and you don't even have to give your thoughts per se, but I did come up with a list that I've seen. There's been an influx of these people. I think Kai Sinat is one of those folks. Uh, Funny Marco. 
I had mm-hmm. Bobby Altoff. Mm-hmm. She was on that list for me. It is what it is was on that list. Theo Vaughn and Charleston White. Now, again, I don't expect you to have an opinion on all these people, um, but I feel like you being one of the people who's been at the forefront of media, of content, of independent content, a lot of those people on that list, they emerged this year. They had like their breakout year. Um, when you see names like that, some of the names on that list, how does that affect you? Does it affect you? Is it something where you're like, you know what? Let me um, kind of stay ahead. Is it com- competitive? Like, what's your thoughts when you hear some of those names on that list? Uh, none, really. I'm happy for all those guys. Okay. <laughs> all, all, all great shows. Uh, none of it affects me, and I think that's the part that I'm most grateful about. Mm-hmm. Really? Yeah. He's in that, his own lane. Yeah, I don't, I don't have to. There used to be a time where I had to wake up and contend with the new hot guy on the block, mm-hmm. like as I'm still trying to develop. I think that's the root of me and Taxstone, actually. It's just us having to deal with one another while we're in the space. This, I'm glad I don't have to wake up and deal with how do I manage with Kai, Kai, mm-hmm. Charleston, Cam, like all, it's a lot of great shit going on. Funny Marco, mm-hmm. like I'm glad that I am established and just going that way. You could just keep mm-hmm. doing your thing. Oh, thank yeah. you. Thank the Lord. <laughs> thank God. I, listen, my grades came in fast enough as it is. Yeah. So, when you see people like that, um, I know you're not really big on list, and I know you're not really huge. Like you don't pride yourself, you don't hang your hat on the numbers, right? Yeah. But it'd be naive to not acknowledge it. Got to look at them. And so the last time you came on our pod, um, the charts, and honestly, we all we always keep up with the charts. Like mm-hmm. we we're, we're really proud of the space that we kind of fluctuate in when we drop a podcast with or without a guest. We're always in like the top twenty for music podcasts, okay. which is a big deal for us. One hundred percent independent. We've been doing this yeah. for a long time. We in the likes of some of you know the biggest people in the space. So when I see myself or we see all of us within the top twenty, it's like all right, cool. It's a badge of honor. Let's keep going. You know how we was talking about earlier. I'm <laughs> like I'm ready to give this shit up. Shit like that kind of keeps me going. I'm like, you know what? Fuck it. All right, maybe this 90 days, we're going to extend it a little bit because I see us doing our thing. But the last time that you came on the pod, um, I looked at the charts and I saw the Joe Budden podcast. You always fluctuate between one and three, <laughs> all the episodes. Um, and then I see, you know, new Rory and Maul. Then I see, you know, Gillian Wallow, Million Dollars Worth of Game, um, Drink Champs, Drink if Champs. they decide to drop. Yeah. See, the thing is... Um, and then I saw a need to know. So in that particular week, and I think we do have a screenshot, Alex or Kieran, maybe we could find that screenshot that we had at some point. But for me, I saw the tree or the lineage or whatever you want to call it, the fruits of the Joe Budden name podcast network. Joe Budden. Then we get New Rory Mall. Then we get See The Thing Is. And then we get the need to know. And now you, somebody I know, you see the charts. I'm pretty sure I may have even sent you a screenshot. Like, holy shit, this is crazy. He was hype. I was like, nah, this nigga's kidding. Because nasty it, was, it might be nasty, but it's the truth. I don't give a fuck. It happened. Like, it happened that way. You hit that nigga like, and said, yo, look. I'm like, yo, this this has to be a sense uh, of something for you. Yeah. So like, when you see that go. in this content creation space, like, how does it feel? Because I think it's one of those things that go unsaid. Like, we don't talk about it mm-hmm. for whatever reason, whether it be a respect thing, whether it be, you know, we all try to play this game where we're so cool. We don't don't have to acknowledge what's said or maybe we act like we don't see it yeah but i see shit and i'm gonna talk about the shit that i see so when you see certain things like that like how does it make you feel 
in this day and age of content? Oh, uh, it feels good. It feels good. It's bittersweet. That's what I'll say. It's bittersweet. The sweet part, I think it speaks to uh the platform's the platform's ability to be a incubator of talent. Mm-hmm. That's that's the the big thing that it speaks to. Uh but then the bitter part is look at how y'all all fucked up the vision. <laughs> that was the plan. Yeah. The plan was, hey, you have all of these talented podcasters under one roof. Yeah. Everybody go get their own IP, bring it to a table, and let's negotiate under this umbrella, which will behoove everyone. Hmm. Greed, mm-hmm. selfishness, hatred for me. Oh, he's stealing. <laughs> he's got nice pants on. Oh, first class tickets. Oh shit! You ordered pizza. You ordered her pizza. Like, how can we do this yeah. if you worried about that? Like, yeah. Mm-hmm. Did you always know you at that point? Like, did you always know you had that type of talent? Uh, you know, in your vicinity. Like, did you always see like, all right, maybe this could be a thing in that way? Well, I'm gonna say yeah. Just on my pitch to Complex when they turned it down when I was pitching like five, six different shows. Mm trying to get like a network thing going. Mm-hmm. It was everybody get their own shit. It was, hey, it'll be me and blah, 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 and then blah, 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 and then Act could go do a pod. Mm-hmm. I called him to the house. I had all, I think Elliot was doing something. It was a whole layout. Mm-hmm. But the, the, the plan in theory is the same. Like I said earlier about the sum having to be greater than the parts. Mm-hmm. Like that's the consistent thing here. Yeah. That's the case today. Should have been the case then. Mm-hmm. It should always be the case. Because whenever I see it, and again, um, as as independent podcasters, as people who are trying to grow in this space, like those kind of benchmarks mean a lot to us, right? It gives us a little bit of leverage. It also gives us a sense of uh, belonging. You know what I'm saying? Like I remember when we were in the 136 range. Like I remember it. You know what I'm saying? So to get in it was horrible days. <laughs> but like now I kinda understand and I'm appreciative of those moments. But I'd be remiss if I didn't acknowledge, like, all right, you know what? I'm looking at one through ten, I'm looking at one through fifteen, I'm looking at one through fifty, and I'm seeing the pattern mm-hmm. and I'm seeing the influence mm-hmm. and I'm seeing how, all right, maybe if the vision was painted a little bit clearer, even from your point That's of view. That's my part. That's my part. I didn't have time to come to y'all and be clear. Yeah, e- e- even if the the vision was, was painted a little bit. dealing with corporate anarchy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, but that's that's where I'm fully accountable there. I take full responsibility for that. Understand. Are you a fan of anyone in the media space? And when I say a fan, I mean someone you actually watch, right? I'll, I'll speak personally this year. Though I may not be a fan of how Axe deals with women, I also know he deals with men like that as well. Man, I can't lie to you. I have I have watched a lot in? of I've watched a lot of Act content. And the reason why I've been doing it is because of the consistency. Like, he's okay being in that basement whenever. All day. All, it don't matter to him. He want to get to the work. And I relate to that. So I just wanted to ask you, is, is there anyone that you admire from afar? Or you just, you just love everybody you know? for the most part. I know that's going to sound like some bullshit. But, yeah. <laughs> but I mean, that's my job. I, I watch everybody. Yeah. I try to find something I like about everybody yeah. and see how that can help what I'm trying to do. But yeah, I'm a fan of too many people. I'm a fan of people that with no following at all that I just, those are my favorites. Mm-hmm. 
Those are my favorites. The niggas where it got 10 views, yeah. seven, really? seven Because that's where they be giving it up. Uh, that's where it's the real. That's where oh. they be giving it up. That's where it's the real. Yeah, the niggas sit down. down and- Listen, <laughs> fuck all the niggas. They just start yeah. crashing out. This nigga been a pussy for a long time, <laughs> yeah. man. They, they can't just be. I mean, hey, yo, this nigga got 50 cases. Yeah. Like, I mean, oh, oh, shit. Y'all sure y'all want to say that shit? Like, so I like that. Yeah. And, uh, and I like when you when you you get to see the evolution when it's mm-hmm. that ground level mm-hmm. like that you get to see them go from they be so appreciative to well, if I can get a thousand subs yeah. then also yeah. fifteen hundred subs yeah. thank y'all so much and it's like oh look at that I remember that <laughs> I remember that so I'm a fan of them and you got to watch the big dogs facts got to watch got the to. big they be the they be the niggas yeah. they be the niggas always trying some shit who's, who, who's the big dogs you watching. Uh, none of them now, nigga. Everybody in the space I watch, yeah. I don't want to. Yeah. I don't want to isolate any one Got person. It. Yeah, like, that's, that's fair. If I don't watch your full body of work, hopefully you're doing what you're supposed to do with clips, mm. and hopefully I catch some of those. Mm-hmm. Some of the people, I'll just write their name. When I get bored, I'll just start writing names in the search bar. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And just see what other people see, are see saying. What they <laughs> hey, what's going on over here? Yeah, yeah. yeah I dug in. I had a little. Got in a little reed rabbit hole over there. <laughs> I remember them. Let's, let's see what's happening. Yeah, she was going yeah. on. She was going yeah, on. Yeah, listen, she man. I got to see what's going on with niggas. I ain't mad at that. Everybody. Uh, nobody's uh, exempt. I ain't mad at that at all. Speak, speaking of act, um, in, in this year, we saw, I think, you know, in previous years, act has always been somebody who's reported on the culture. And I think as of recent, at the time of this recording, he's been really keeping me at least up to date with the whole Diddy saga. Um, when anything happens, like even with the Tory Lanes and Meg, he he's one of those people who's on top of it. Yeah, he don't give a fuck. Yeah, he <clears throat> he's really like I nigga don't give a fuck. Really Again, unfiltered. Going back he's to okay. what I just said about the the Joe Budden kind of influence, I think Ak has admitted like your influence and in how he goes about his broadcasting, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so when you see somebody like Ak, and when you see the demand for you and Ak, um, I know this year. Y'all went on each other's podcast, but it wasn't really in a collaborative way, right? Y'all didn't come together and say, hey, we're going to put our IP on this. We're going to shop this. We're going to do this. Is that something you could see yourself doing, you know, in the next year, new year, 2024? What, working with that? Yeah, in a more consistent way and not just, hey, you pull up to my pod. I'll pull up to your pod. It's more so like, all right, we're going to actually have a show. We're going to have a concept and this is going to be our thing, similar to how you did with uh, Everyday Struggle. Act don't act don't never feel me when I say, hey, let's just do this ourselves and deal with the rest later. Mm-hmm. Act is different now, especially now that he's rich act. Yeah. It's like the broke act, not broke act, but not this rich act was saying that to me in 20, whatever year that was, 17. So mm-hmm. today, I think both Act and I view it like the eight ball by the corner pocket. Like anytime we want to hit this end to end the game, we can. Like we don't have to rush to do that. Mm -hmm. The more time we take, the more expensive he gets, the more expensive I get. The one thing consistent with with Ak and I though is our ability to be consistent separately. Yeah. Like he's the only one I feel like that either matches me or will outdo me just in slicing it up and hitting Mm -hmm. all the topics. And now I got this many pieces of content Content. out today, tonight. I'm back in the morning. I'm over like it's just Ak is. Ack as well. Yeah. Ack as well. So he, he does that. But I fuck with Ack. We can do that at any time. At one at one point, I'm just gonna come and pay Ack. Mm. I was, that's what's gonna happen. I was I was going there. That, that's what's but gonna the happen. Network, at at you, some point, I'm it. just gonna go and mm-hmm. pay Ack yeah. to come sit down mm-hmm. once a week or bi-weekly or however many times we could do this a week mm-hmm. 
and just see what happens. Mm -hmm. We would shoot ourselves in the foot to not at least give not that a it. shot for a month. Yeah. yeah. Fly in Malongro, <laughs> put her in the middle, <laughs> yeah. mm -hmm. have a couple guests come through, call NBA Youngboy, have him come. Right, yeah. Yeah, yeah. If, if me and Anka together, we could flip this whole shit upside down. Yeah. Mm -hmm. That's what I'm asking. Like, what with are y'all waiting with for? With our resources, <laughs> we just, we both are doing too much individually. Mm -hmm. Got it. That's really all it is. Like, he's extremely busy with what he's doing. He's got mm -hmm. a studio over there. He's mm -hmm. got a, a shift. He's got a network over there, too, now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The Academy. Yeah. He's busy. Listen, every time they do one of them, Wack called me every time he in New York. Mm -hmm. Wack say, you, yeah, I'm going to meet up with. It used to be me, Adam, Hack. Come on, come through. I'd be like, yeah, OG, I'm there. Yeah. yeah, I ain't going. Never pull up. <laughs> I'm never going to that. And then, and then Wack calls my man. That's my man, though. And then he call you, me, Troy, and mm. you, let's just get, let's just do it. Just yeah. trying to put it in. Yeah, I'll call you back. I'll let you know. I'll call you back. <laughs> never call him back. <laughs> never call him back. I gotta go. I gotta go. But, it, but it's the right, but, but Wack is my man. That's, yeah. that's the right thinking. Yeah, and yeah, a part yeah. of me, I want to go do it. Sure. I do want to, I do want to do shit so like that. So what stops you? I mean now. What's that? Like, that, was that what does that mean? Hell, bro. What does that I mean now? What does that mean, bro? It's just more thought got to go in things. Okay. Is that just doing you know, every opportunity? I'm glad you say that because off air, I'm going to bring an off air conversation on air. Because we talk about the right hand. We talk about the right hand not healing the way it needed. It needs to heal. You get what I'm saying? Like, look at that. You say you're me now, but you got to keep that same energy across the board. You can't go talk about fighting. My pop keep kicking my back in. He think I don't know. But that's my dad. I can peep it in the tone. He keep kicking my back and he keeps saying, Yeah, what's that uh what's that name you used to call yourself way back in the day? Oh mm. regular Joe. <laughs> and so regular Joe. We have days. to do this right now, uh, Pop. Yeah. Because I don't think I'm so and then we have that whole conversation. Yeah. And the truth of the matter, listen, man, when I caught some of them cases that I felt like I shouldn't have caught back in the day, mm -hmm. that's when I had the realization that yeah, that regular Joe shit is dead. Been mm -hmm. dead. That regular Joe shit is all out the window. All of that meeting people, taking them at face value, mm -hmm. uh, cherishing my experience with them, and that's all that comes into play. All that shit is a crock of shit. Mm -hmm. Everybody don't have your best interests at heart. Nope. Everybody don't love you. There's ulterior motives. Yep. There's agendas. And if you got some shit to offer to the world or you are usable, then people, you are going to attract that. Mm -hmm. You better be careful what you attract. So back then, I was attracting everybody that wanted to come just use and kick my back in and not love me and paint me a horrible way and it was a mess and that was all my doing i i brought that everything in our life we bring yeah today Energy. if we know that that's true then yeah i'm gonna be you're gonna guard it a little more mm -hmm. i'm not just walking in a room with whoever is there if a fan is next to me in the strip club they can't just say oh joe look my girl facetime yeah, yeah no nah. nick <laughs> don't play with me today yeah. So I'm, Things have changed. I'm, yeah, very different. I'll sit in the house. I'll sit in the house to just not share energy with yeah. mm -hmm. and the access spaces or people or places or songs or yeah, mm -hmm. no, nah, it's important to me. So Fuck that. does that mean in the year 2023 we are gonna leave? Try enough of being cute. Yeah, it's hot. It's yeah, hot. It's nah, not this one. This is a nice, <laughs> nice, nice little jacket. Yeah, I yeah, yeah. Look at me, Reds. Big Reds. I tell you, I mean, I don't wear blue a lot. I tried to. He's like, fuck this. I tried to serve it up, but yeah. with the hat, serve tried it. to accent it yeah. with the hat. Yeah. Yeah. The pants, I see the pants. I see the pants. Come on, man. Stop playing with you. I see it. Gucci's in the shoes. With all that being said, with your right hand recovering, I know your left hand is good. Um, th does that mean we gonna get a new approach to how you move in in twenty twenty four? I got one. I got, I got, 
I, I got security now. Because again, yeah, there's a lot do. of fans, there's a lot of people that listen in the audience who are like legit, you know, concerned about you and your listen, well-being and how you move, dog. I got security now, man. For years, people have been telling you to get security, though. You know, why like, did it take I didn't that feel event? The need to have security. And now this, he feels the I don't really feel the need to have it now, but it's just oh. like uh safety precaution. You just never know with people, yo. Yeah, because I feel like know. I've been blessed. My last few fights have been one-on-one, so I'm yeah. blessed. Yeah. I'm blessed. Yeah. Like, that's the, that's the positive part of this. In 2023, mm-hmm. shit, mm-hmm. you, can't, you, you can't assume that that will always be the case. I need somebody there to help me fight. <laughs> Yo, dead ass. <laughs> that's, 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 really that's, that's really what the security is to me. Yeah, got you. They there in case I get it on. Hey, help. I know what I'm doing. Yeah. Help it out. Help it out. Come on. Take one of these niggas. But that's not even the money. And I was bro, on the floor no, rolling around no, for too long no, in the strip club no. last time. We was there for we were no. there for a second. I'm holding this nigga. I'm like, yo, where is security? Yeah. <laughs> like, why is Joe Budden yeah. tussling for what feel like six minutes right now? Not six. Is somebody here? It definitely wasn't six. Yeah, but, but it felt like it. In the fight, yeah. I feel like yo, I'm, yeah. yo I'm, where are you? Yeah. You still don't understand the definition of security. That they ain't supposed to be help. It's avoided. They're supposed to de-escalate. Yes, nigga. They're like, supposed well, come to on. defuse. They're supposed to protect. Yes. Listen, I feel like not necessarily like Fifty felt because Fifty's a whole different monster. So but Fifty was like, "Yo, I have security to protect y'all from me." Uh-huh. You feel that's so what he said. Yeah, 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 yeah. I don't feel like I'm a threat to anybody, so yeah. I don't feel like that's the case. Out, yeah. But I'm always okay if a one-on-one breakout. Yeah. But at this level, it shouldn't break out. Should. You should be places where the probability of that happening yes. is at like one percent. Yeah. So. Yeah, I'm not mad at that. I own it. I ain't mad. I own at that. it. I own I, some of that. Are you the type of person who knows you don't have to sacrifice comfort for quality? Someone who lives large in life and in the bedroom. When it comes to some things, size makes all the difference. If that's you, then take your pleasure to the next level with new Magnum Raw Condoms, the thinnest Magnum condom. With a wider, contoured shape for added comfort, Magnum large-size condoms provide extra room to fill. And new Magnum Raw, the thinnest Magnum condom yet, specifically designed to provide heightened sensitivity and comfort. That's more sensation for you and your partner, providing a more natural feel. Now that's big time. A more natural feeling. Same premium quality latex to help reduce the risk of pregnancy and STIs. So when you need pleasure and protection in a large size, reach for that unmistakable gold wrapper. Live large and now thinner than ever with new Magnum Raw Condoms. The thinnest Magnum condom. Available everywhere condoms are sold. Magnum large size condoms. The gold standard. Accept no substitutes. Hey, Red, what are you up to? Just making sure all the M&M's gifts are wrapped and the balls filled. Remember that one holiday party when we had no M&M's? Oh, boy, I still have nightmares. The cookies? Yeah, you used all the M&M's candies that were meant to decorate the party treats to decorate snowmen. You did it again, didn't you? (laughs) They do look cute, though. Bringing cheer, M&M's for all fun kind. I put together, you you speaking of fighting, tussling, all that shit, I put together a, a short list. We're going to do best and worst years, right? I'm going to start with the worst because- I don't know what best and worst years mean. The best and, all right, so like some of the people- Like who had the worst year? Yes. Yeah. So this some year? people- like who had a bad year? Yeah. Oh, this year. Bad years. Okay. 
A lot of people that had a, a, a lot of bad years. Mm. I think one of the names on the, this list, it kind of spilled over into the whole tussle thing. It kind of, you know, overarching into that. I don't, I don't think it was directly involved at all, but it could have went there. It mm. definitely could have went there. So we had some candidates mm. on the Needs to Know pod who we thought had the worst year. I'm going to start with worst. Fuck the good. Mm-hmm. I had DJ Envy. I think he had one of the worst years. Out of everybody. Out of anybody in on in in, in this space, Envy had a fucked up year, in my opinion. Not saying he can't redeem himself. Not saying yeah. that whatever. I think this was a very very tough year for DJ Envy mentally, personally, mentally because he still got Just, his job and, and even reputably, like yeah. his rep. Whatever. Sometimes you may be feeling great in your own space, but your reputation takes a hit. So for whatever reason, I see DJ Envy having a pretty fucked up year. Okay. Okay. Right. So okay. I had DJ Envy on on this list. Mm-hmm. Um, we had Tyrese. We had Jonathan Majors. I don't think Tyrese had the value year, yo. He was just a candidate. Just we a don't. Candidate. We he don't got to win the award. That's fine. Yeah, yeah. We had Diddy, Alex. I think that was your oh, nomination. Absolutely. You had Diddy. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, yeah. And then it's funny because because <laughs> no you question. you had I had personally uh, Young Thug. I think he had a really bad year because mm-hmm. this case just dragged out. Mm-hmm. He's just behind bars. We don't hear anything from him. His momentum kind of stopped. Uh, but that was just some of the people that we had a worse year of. And I, the reason I brought this list up is because we're talking about you tussling, fighting. Things could have kind of went left when you ran into uh, Caesar's people. For them, from what you said, from what you said, I'm not, mm-hmm. I, I wasn't there. And I know the establishment, so I don't think anything crazy would have happened there. It would have been fine. But the optics, bro, we talking optics. Everybody don't know. And that's the thing with Joe. Mm-hmm. Joe assumes that everybody knows everything and they don't. Mm-hmm. They don't. I don't assume that. I assume those that mind don't matter and those that matter don't mind. Got I think that the people that know me and love me, mm-hmm. good thing that went like it went. Yeah, for that, sure. That's, for sure. That's, that's what I was saying. Yeah. That's one of the he wildest that. places he, he to do needed. whatever yeah. he did. That he was would, like, he would have needed that yeah. Yeah. They did that like, you're not from Jersey too. Shit, <laughs> like crazy. But yeah, just the Listen. worst year. <laughs> Is, is there anybody that comes to mind for me? Like I Honestly, said, I got DJ Envy. This is messy, but I feel like Elliot had a really bad year. And I say this with love. I've, I, 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 I feel like... No, I want to hear this, yeah. Like, when you think of him now, like when his name was brought up, I feel like all you think about is like the the negative posts that he's been making. And I feel like that's not good. That like puts... That taints his reputation. He didn't have to do that. So, you don't think, you don't think he had a bad year? No, to your, to your point, Elliot is usually the guy people bang with, right? Like, they really don't see the spicy side of Elliot. So, mm-hmm. I could see where you're like, all right, cool. People finally have a different uh, version of how of, of how they look at him. I just don't like seeing him in this light. Like, I don't know. I hope he doesn't take, like, Ryan, big offense. I think it's engagement. Really? I, I absolutely I, love, I don't, love But at what Elliot cost? Elliot as the heel. Well, mm-hmm. that's on him to decide when he goes to bed at night. But what is the truth of the matter? For me, that is, Elliot has been an established journalist for mad, reputable platforms and yep. magazines in his career. Mm-hmm. You're not ready to try another way? You're not ready to not always say the politically correct thing? Yeah. Are you not ready to not be Mr. Perfect or Mr. Mm-hmm. Editorial, mm-hmm. Mr. Front and Back of the Mag? Like, can we get an authentic thought from you that don't seem so just manufactured? It, it was and authentic, And yeah. I think this is the first year that Elliot started his Patreon. Yes. Mm-hmm. When you are now in that world, it requires some of that. Absolutely. And I don't have a problem with mess. Mess is only mess when we see what you do with the mess. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't put Young Thug on this list because he could beat this trial. And then this year was a year of glory. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Because 
All right. The trial dragged. They needed more jurors. Uh, this nigga left. He didn't testify. Like, it could be great. Elliot, it could be great. Mm-hmm. Envy and the rest of the people that he had on that list, it's, it's been a hit. Yeah. Yeah. It's been a hit. Yeah. Hmm. The reason with, I, I'm, I agree with Reggie on the Elliot thing is because every time he falls into something like this with the Nikki and the Drake thing, he apologizes for it. Which oh, I means care. I think he authentically fell into being a hater. And once you get painted <laughs> as a hater, that's what I'm saying. It's yeah. hard to but refute that, but unless, value in that unless you have the cachet, the charisma. Everybody of, don't know there's value in it because most y'all niggas out there be pussies. Mm-hmm. There's value in being the hater. Y'all view me as the hater. I don't feel like I'm a hater. But I receive y'all viewing me that way. Y'all also feel like I say shit and then apologize. I don't give a fuck about any of that. All I'm looking at is my place in this ecosystem, mm-hmm. the power of my voice, the impact of it, and mm-hmm. that's the gift. Mm-hmm. It's not, oh shit, Joe Budden said something, AY kill, killed him. Mm-hmm. I'm home happy. Yeah. Please kill me. When the when the people that uh, pay out put your name in the thing, they don't see what's being said. What's the, yeah. They see Joe Budden's name has been typed 18 million times on Wednesday. Mm-hmm. I'm that nigga when they start reading that shit. <laughs> but some people could go like you. No, you can no. go to you can go to bed at night knowing like, all right, this is how I feel, and I'm okay with it. I thoroughly and I could be completely wrong. Elliot, correct me. I'm sorry if I am wrong. But I truly believe Elliot wants to maintain these relationships and the rapport with the people that he gets deemed hating on. I think this is like that you. I don't think you have that within oh, you. Fuck all of I know yeah, exactly. you have like. So I don't want to be friends with not near one of them niggas. Your apology is because you know what? I'm self aware. I have people around me who think the the, the best of me. So yeah, I'm gonna I didn't like that I did that. Yes. It's not because I want to be fly with none of y'all niggas. Thank you. Mm-hmm. I didn't like that I with did that. With myself. Exactly. I, I, I don't know. You, you may be right about Elliot. I don't know. That, that may be true. Elliot may want a relationship with some of these people. Yes. My point is his life won't change a bit if it don't happen. But he might not know that yet. Yeah. Elliot is married. Elliot is working. Elliot is Elliot. He's however he is old he is. He's him already. Fuck these niggas. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. Like, I feel like he didn't have to do any of this. Any friends with none of you niggas? That's how I felt about Gunner. Like, if I'm able to put out an album by myself without the help of any of you niggas that say I'm blackballed and we're not fucking with him and I can still sell, the fuck does it matter? Like, like as an artist, right? The prior, main priorities, you want to make as much money. You can correct me if I'm wrong, Joe. You want to make the most amount of money and take your career as far as you can. We could, we could do this. We can equate the same thing in media. Whereas, like, yo, dog, it might just be for engagement. It might just be because he wants to keep the relationship. Regardless, it works. I ain't mad at that. Yeah. Is there anybody that you can think of who had a really fucked up year? It's just you in particular. It could be anybody. Just they had the worst year of 2023. I feel like we mentioned. I don't feel like Biden people. had a good year. <laughs> yeah, they could. could Everybody hates him. I don't yeah. feel like he had a good year. Mm-hmm. That's fair. I think he turned a lot of people on to Trump. 
I think yeah. he was so bad <laughs> at that what he, he did kind of that he brought yeah. people saying, hey, Trump, come you know back. What? Like, Which is funny. I feel that. Because I don't feel like Trump had the greatest year. <laughs> no. Yeah, he no. Oh, yeah. Definitely but didn't. when compared <laughs> to, to, to yeah. this, it's yeah. like, oh, come on. Come on. Yeah, come on. Yeah, yeah. Come, on Ray, come on, racist bigot nigga. <laughs> yeah. Come on. We'll deal with that. We'll deal with another insurrection. Yeah. I'm not mad at that. Yeah, I'm I feel like mad. they had a bad year, but I mean, let's try to keep it music and content. Uh, and music and content. It's a few of these niggas that fell off bad this year. Mm. I played another one bites the dust a lot. <laughs> Who was that? The decent Amero breakup is this year? That was last year. Yeah. Oh, okay, they lucked out. Not, now you gotta... <laughs> that was the darkest day of my life. <laughs> they lucked out. That was my guys, too. It's fucked yeah. up. But we get new beef from it today. So I like Absolutely. it. Like Are we that. really? Ain't huh? Mero, didn't Mero do a uh, podcast with Carmelo Anthony? He start, no, he's starting a, it's like a thing. I like that. They're launching it. It's a full show. I like that a lot. Well, that's crazy. But these like is, he's, he doing like, he's doing like the Charlemagne route. He's doing like oh. late night TV. Yeah, he Jesus, is. right? Mm -hmm. they're, all do, they're both doing separate endeavors, yeah. She's yeah. like our correspondent for She's those guys. Fan. She's a big fan. Big I love Jesus and Mero. <laughs> but, Mero's saying a lot about Jesus today. Oh, oh I gotta, really? I got to catch up. Oh, I didn't, I I didn't blame see him. it. He is not to the streets. I don't blame him. My ears ain't to the streets like that. I think. Yeah, but I'll take them off. That was last year. Uh, this year, this year. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know this mm -hmm. year. I think this year was a year of a lot of people trying to figure some shit out and a lot of people lying to the public about how well their business is doing. Uh, I think next year we kind of will see the truth for the fruits of some of you niggas' labors out there. We're going to yeah. see what's going on next year. 2024 yeah. is going to be like the year of reckoning in content. You uh, mentioned Patreon not so long ago. Hey! You <laughs> Patrone! Shout out to the Patrone! Sign up, hit the subscribe, like, <laughs> all of that. That them niggas, come on, you know the shit. We got it. Let's do it. Up, start down. Dancing. Up, down, all that. Yeah. You're one of the very few people in the space that knew about uh, Patreon, right? I think only people have started to do OnlyFans in terms of trying to upload other content. You, I know Andrew Schultz was, uh, Andrew Schultz was early on it. Um, yeah, they was there way before me. Oh, he was there way before. Yeah. So, how do you get the title of what's the title over there? I get page at Patreon, head of equity. I don't have the title anymore. Okay, head of creator equity. Head of creator equity, and no need to have it because they just do it. Like they, they, there's nobody that needs to point them in a the direction of who should they try to onboard because they're a lot more in tune hmm. with culture and who the, who they feel like should onboard. Yeah. So they don't need me to do that anymore. Hmm. Got it. I'm I'm glad you mentioned that because I never really understood honestly. And our first sit down when you came on, that was one of the things that I did want to ask you about because I, I I didn't fully understand it. So I'm sure other people didn't fully understand it too. Like what exactly was that role of head of equity? Well, we never Patreon? really got the chance to roll it out properly and explain it because life started life and okay, and that's all I'll say about that. Okay, but uh, yeah, I think the role was to just be the guy that points them in a the direction of talent that should be onboarded and introduces some new and unconventional ideas in terms of bringing these people on board, okay. right? Like when you start talking about creator equity, mm -hmm. that's, that's funny for companies off rip and no mm -hmm. off rip, get out my face off rip. Mm -hmm. So to now have somebody that could kind of be the translator between creator and company right. and maybe convince the board as to why this is a good move and how it can help the company. Yeah, I think at one point I was viewed at in that way. Okay. I, I ain't mind at that at all. Um, <clears throat> as far as Andrew Schultz, you said Patreon. There's also a list that we have of the best years this year of 2023. Oh, okay. um, Andrew Schultz, he was on that list for me. Mm -hmm. He's out here. He's killing shit. He's touring around the world, arenas. I think that was super dope. Mm -hmm. um, but there was a short list of people that we had. 
And I, I, I'm curious to hear some of your thoughts on this. So I'll start with the people who I feel like you won't have much of an opinion on, and then I'll go down. And whether you have an opinion or not, go for it. Cool. Pete Davis had a tough year, too. Forgot about that. He did. Forgot about that. Yeah. Pete. Pete's been quiet. Yeah. Pete's been going through it. You and Pete have a strange kind of relationship. We don't. Why? We don't. don't? We really don't have any relationship at all. I I dissed him once. He's dissed me a million times. Yeah. Or maybe I've dissed him more than once. And that just started the, it'd be content beefs yeah like, hey, i remember you said something seven years ago that was foul i have that with almost everybody mm-hmm. it's just about do we get over it or not me and marlon waynes he was talking about in breakfast club yeah. me and joe bud in 2011 went back and forth killing each other on uh twitter and today that shit was whack yeah. like that shit was whack yeah yeah, yeah. So marlon, you just get over it marlon's one of my favorite people and comedians i would love to see you and marlon like i would love to see him in the joe budden podcast at same some point. same Legit. marlon like, is uh Best friends with Omar Epps. Mm. Omar Epps is makes sense. extremely close to me. Yeah. Yeah. Been on the pod numerous times, friend of the show. So we'll, we'll see. I would love to see you and Marlon. Same. Um, Same. But as far as the best year, right? So uh, I think Andrew Schultz, he's one of those people on my list. I think SZA, she was one of those people on my list. Um, <laughs> this, this, I don't know how you're going to feel. Taylor Swift, she crushed it. She killed shit this year. <laughs> Beyonce. Usher, I no, think. You thought that was Usher gonna be the one to move me, huh? No. Taylor Swift. No, I, I don't. I don't know how you feel about Taylor. You're a Swift I, like, <laughs> I feel like but she's been big though. She has. I think, I think our community has paid more attention to it this year. Like the comparisons with her and Beyonce were frequented this year. She did have an incredible year though. In she terms did of the tour. Yeah, she broke like mad records and shit. Yeah. I don't even know a couple of Taylor Swift songs. <laughs> but I, I don't know much, but I think she yeah. she she was a staple. She kind of yeah. infiltrated she the NFL. Shake it off, right? That was the thing. Shake it yeah, that's your shit, right? I see your show. That's Taylor Swift? That's Taylor Swift? Yeah. Yes. I like that song. Yeah, no, okay. Taylor Swift. Um, I think Usher had a phenomenal year. Mm-hmm. Uh, That's I how think you do we, it. we finally- Even though given... Taylor tried to get it you know, in between that, right? He did. What? Why? Did. You forgot? What happened? R- refresh my memory. She pulled up to the NFL game with the Chiefs. Had majority of the league talking about her, maybe. Mm-hmm. Taylor do the Super Bowl next year. For sure. think so. I think we can mark that. Even in uh, Louisiana, they were trying to cape for Wayne, Lil Wayne. Nah, I think it's in New Orleans. Wayne, right? my guy, but nah. Stop it. It's not happening. Not happening. Right, that's I, my God, too. I'm not, what, you think even if her mm-hmm. and Kelsey break up, she's still going to do it? Yes. Yeah. I think the business is Kelsey done. is a cog in this. Yeah. He's like, he's not important in this. This, yeah. is, he this is above his head. Uh, you know, I did think it was strange. I saw her this past week's game. She had straight Chiefs gear. I don't know if y'all seen it. She was in a suite. I saw in a suite. And she had a Chiefs, like, scully with a Chiefs sweatshirt. Mm. And she was like, yeah, go Chiefs. Yeah. And I was like, oh, shit. But she just said, hey, I didn't know who football was or what football yeah, was. Yeah. And now, Holy like, I kind of saw, like, the brand. It was dope. Shout out to the NFL. Y'all y'all are good. Holly Holm good. always repping. They're really right. fucking good. But I think she had a really good year. Um, what? Are, oh, Victoria Monet. I think she had a great year in addition Amazing. to Usher. Yeah, you want her dick. All right. Yeah, they love they love Victoria they like that. You know, you I Victoria love Victoria Monet. Monet. I, I love her too. Oh yeah, yeah. Sometimes it's wasn't Victoria Monet good. just um uh, uh, hugging up on uh Tiana Taylor in the yep. club. That was her. Yeah, yeah. yeah it was celebrating. They were celebrating. Celebrate. They celebrate. Sure. Got to celebrate. Got to celebrate. Right. Um. But yeah. So that celebrate. that was my list of the people who had the best year, and I think. Um, I think Drake had a really good year too. I was about to say you forgot Drake. I was gonna say yeah, Drake yeah, yeah, yeah. I think Drake had a really, really great year too. He needs to um, go sit down for a minute. You think so? Yeah, nigga, yeah. He said he was gonna. And then came right he, back with Skilly. Yeah, right? yeah, came back to Disney. Dropped like two videos since then. <laughs> I'm, I'm gonna be honest, and I know we, we, we're not gonna stay here because I do want to hear who you think outside of Drake or outside of anybody on that list who had a really good year. But I think 
that so Drake did um he did like this the video, right? And he was giving a toast mm-hmm. and he was really kind of like speaking to us, I guess. And when I saw that video on the click stream. Yes, it was a stream. Mm. I thought that one, I thought there was gonna be an announcement of another album. I did. I honestly did. Because I Spoilers, thoroughly believe No, listen. No, boy. listen, listen. I'm gonna be yeah, honest. I, I thoroughly believe that he's addicted to making music at this point. For sure. Mm-hmm. And I don't know, and we don't have to stay on it. I'm just giving my thoughts. I th- I think Drake is one of those people, one of those artists who is in almost like the rat race of music. You know how like the av- everyday person like myself, I'm addicted to waking up, I gotta go to work, gotta make this money, I gotta do this. Yeah. Like, I think he's addicted to making music. It felt like that to me. Yeah. And I don't know if it's I mean, true It's or his not. life, yeah. It is. Yeah. But I think he was one of the few people who I think had a really great year. Um, but yeah, anybody that y'all could think of, Joe, Alex, Reggie. I feel like we had a great year. Yeah, talk yeah. that shit. Mm-hmm. Talk that shit, Big, big Red. Yeah, fuck they literally talk about. with even like half the time, they're like, because the first half doesn't count because we were inactive, but we really like took <laughs> five months and Nah, salute to the off. niggas. We yeah. had a great year. We got started around right? May, but... Yeah. No, literally. Like, <laughs> that's why, didn't we kill it from there? We that's why I salute twice the as niggas, much in half the time, so... <laughs> they could have forgotten about us, yo. Yes. Shout out to us, okay? Nah, I'm with that. Shout out to you. I appreciate it. I'm not going to They're not going to say it, so... Most people usually find some other content. That's true. I'll find something else. These niggas not around no more, so salute to y'all, man. For real. Big salute. Why you laughing yeah, like that? Nah, because I, I think it's funny. I, and I agree. I think yeah. it's just hard to always put yourself in, in, in those conversations because I think there's a lot of like honorable mentions. Like um, On The Radar. Yeah. I think On The Radar, they For had sure. a really Shout dope to Gabe. too. Oh, Shout yeah. out to Gabe and those guys. Like, crazy. They had the Drake freestyle. Like mm-hmm. That shit was dope too. I think there's mm-hmm. a lot of people who are emerging. Yeah. And I'm just one of those people who I don't like to really get ahead of myself. Mm-hmm. Like I like to kind of do the work. I want to put the work in and then let that shit speak for itself. Yeah. But again, then we have people like a Joe Budden who's like, yo, Joe, I want to come fuck with y'all niggas. I think that's one of those things that kind of stamp us as saying, oh, y'all niggas are really doing the work. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. again, it's so when we get on these microphones, like I know Joe wouldn't just do this shit. He, Joe don't like Joe wouldn't just say, you know what? I'm gonna just pull up and fuck with y'all because you my man. Am I off man? No way. No, not at all. You know, so for him to do shit like that, I think there's a testament to it. Telling so, people out there that's trying to throw dirt on our friendship too. Oh. Niggas <laughs> trying to throw dirt on your friendship? Say word. There's some people that be trying to get out of here. Why? Yeah, what are they we, saying? They say we ain't really like cool and shit. <laughs> oh, really? That's my man's though. Like, I mean, do people? <laughs> I know a lot of niggas because like that's my man's. A though. lot of people also for don't real. know that you still work with him too. A lot of people, whether like they, they do run or not, with, oh, Savon not there anymore. It's like, dog, he's still. But there. the crazy thing is, like, I never got a chance to apologize to you. What's up? Oh, um, for lying in the last interview and them niggas making y'all backtrack and recant everything else. Oh, I, oh, you talking about something different? Oh, no. who? Oh, Lalo. Who lied about what? Ain't nobody who lied about nothing. We adjusted. Uh, oh, not this shit. No, we can do it now. We about 90 no. minutes in. I got to throw some mess out there before I go. I fucked up. I ain't even gonna What you apologize. apologize, bro? I'm talking shit. What happened? I leaked, I leaked your shit. Too much. <laughs> so that was you. Man, it was fucking dodo ass. Was... I fucking leaked. I was so man, nigga, bro. Heard... It was so I'm sorry. Nigga, I, I apologize. They, Genuinely. How did you they, react? They think to that it? was a rollout for me. They yeah. think I set that up, did it on purpose. So, they think I saw the fans' complaints and then <laughs> threw this out to and fix secretly, it. Like, yeah. leaked it. It was so bad. And I didn't even know where to start. Yeah, that was so, a bad fuck up. For anybody, it was a whole I, told you that a I thought it was over. But but in my defense, a lot of people who heard it was like, oh, it wasn't even that bad. 
So I don't know. Yeah. But regardless, I fucked up. A lot Thank of people you. did feel that way though. Yeah. I did fucked up. I got to own up to that. They shouldn't have had the right to feel that way. They 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 should have never heard it. That's why I'm apologizing. That's why I'm coming on here to say like, yo, my bad. Let's clear some shit up before we go into the new year. Yeah. There was an episode that came out where there was a lot of you know um. The, the the facts weren't out mm-hmm. in in totality at the time of the recording. Mm-hmm. Um, this is right when the Diddy shit came out, the case, all of it. Um, Joe and the guy they had really strong opinions, but all of the facts weren't out. Mm-hmm. So they made sure, hey, we're gonna edit this to make sure that it is censored in the right way for it to come out when it's time to come out. Me, I got the full raw edited, unedited version of, of course. It. And for those who may not know or may be unaware or maybe I'm just trying to figure out how could something like this happen, <laughs> it happened because I do assist with the Patreon uploads, mm-hmm, right? Mm-hmm. So all of the people who have the, the audio-only version of Patreon, that is I. Myself, I get the audio, I put it up, it goes out into the world, cool, y'all got it, I'm happy, y'all happy, it's straight. Yeah. Joe uh, and, and the guys, they sent me over the audio of Joe talking about the Diddy situation and it was labeled correctly, mm-hmm. but I uploaded so. the wrong audio. You just fucked up. That's your excuse? I, no, it's not the excuse. It's what happened. It's what That's happened. the one. Yeah, there's no excuse. I fucked up. Yeah. So a lot of people thought that Joe leaked his own audio to save face mm. on the backlash that he received for whatever opinions that came out. I, I heard Parks and uh, Ice mention that. I guess they were joking about it now that they leaked it, so... It wasn't, no, they, were, they were joking. But it wasn't, yeah, right, it wasn't right. a leak. Definitely say it, it wasn't a leak. It was a leak. fuck just up. put it out. I fucked up. I just put he it out. He did whatever he wanted to do. I, fuck it. No. I fucked up. Keep I'm it a buck. You I fucked up. Nah, keep it a buck. Keep it a buck. Maybe he did a you, 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 no, Fuck up in content space like does nothing because there's no way to fix it. Like you mm-hmm. can't unring the bell. Yeah, it's you, you fuck up. I got to deal with the narrative from the yeah. fuck up. It's going to be my fault. They're going to put it all on me. Nobody's going to say Savon fucked up. Nobody even cares that he fucked up. It's yeah. on me. Yeah. It's yeah. on me. So whatever. That's my man. So a lot of people thought that Joe had like a hidden agenda of, oh, I'm going to put this out. I was really stressed over it. Like I, I felt bad. <laughs> Legit. Like, no, I felt bad. But I didn't yeah. even know how to be like, yo, you know what? Let me, let me. Call Joe or let yeah. me. I just wanted this shit to pass, and then whenever so you, the time so fit, you did some shit and like, even fuck. call your boss. Nah, I ain't, I ain't call that nigga. Wait, what? Nah, so, I ain't call that nigga. So did you find out in real time like everybody else? He had Joe? no choice but to find out. It was out. It was in the world. <laughs> no, I'm saying like when you made the mistake, you I ain't found shit. out. Then I went to find out who did it. Yeah. Then they told me it was Savon. Then it's like then I was mad because mm. I can't. I'm not. What I'm gonna do? With it? It's him. Yeah. What I'm gonna do? Yeah. yeah. And I kept it a, like I, I was just. I'm I wanted like, to be somebody that like I could have fired or fired off on or really yeah but it's like, I was like yo I fucked up that was it my bad I'm sorry it won't have any and the fucked up thing is like I ha- I make minimal mistakes like I take real I take pride in that shit right. I really do like I could mm-hmm. be drunk even the Friday night that we just talked about mm-hmm. the, a podcast was supposed to go up that night and as fucked up as the night was everything went out and it was great okay artwork okay, ev- everything was, okay. like yeah, I take a, a legit pride in my work that's right Talk and to so, when so I do- much pride that because you're able to deliver quality product in the worst scenarios in the world you think that you should keep putting yourself in the worst scenarios because you deliver rather than put yourself in the greatest possible scenario to win got it hmm. How do you feel about this? Damn, that was a read. This nigga's crazy. Yo, this, <laughs> this nigga Savon is Yo, really this nigga crazy. Shit. But I might. <laughs> I might. So I was drunk as I was. I put it the podcast. Like, nigga. <laughs> I was fucked up. I was, had a rough night and still made it Fuck happen. It. Fuck but, it. But 
That, Celebrate that was the win. So, and yeah. and I I just need to get that off. Like I, I wanted to let you know. You know, I apologize. And well, I know right. there's a lot of fans or a lot of your audience who who listen and like, oh my god, Joe Budden's a clout chaser because he leaked his own shit. There's a lot of that. He didn't leak anything. Okay. I just Damn. fucked up. Just fucked apology up. accepted. It just fucked up. Play fuck up too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Play fuck up too. It's fine. A part of me kind of taking pride in what it is that I do. I I I try my hardest to kind of stay away from certain things, but I understand doing what it is that we do. You kind of gotta lean into certain shit, right? You, you don't have to. You could try to have integrity. <laughs> oh shit! So. But the definition of integrity changes depending on who you ask. I know, right? Especially in content space. So sure. I, I, I do I'm my. I'm bad at my job. I have integrity. <laughs> you, I, I, you don't give a fuck about that. It's over. Joe, what? What's your definition of integrity? My, I yes, don't even you. do that. I don't do that. What you mean you don't do that? That's not I true. I don't do that. I don't true. change defininions to words. I oh. oh, I said, what is your definition? I didn't ask you to change anything. You you doing that if you asking me my definition? Why we just can't go to the definition? All right, so all right, I'll yeah, look, that. we can just go right in. Go so everybody's yeah. working with the same thing. Integra, there you go, pop right up. Integrity, here we go. And this is not the Oxford, but still, <laughs> adherence to moral or ethical principles, soundness of moral character, honesty, the state of being whole, entire, or undiminished, to a sound. <clears throat> unimpaired or perfect condition and that was the third definition but we'll go mm -hmm. with the first one which is adherence to moral and ethical principles mm. got it got it so that definitely can mean something different to everybody because everybody has different yeah. moral compasses everybody's moral yeah. compass goes a different direction absolutely that makes sense that makes sense but in this content space i think most people try to uh, draw a fine line between that right Mm -hmm. No? Could you agree? Okay, Disagree? Yeah. You understand? Maybe maybe if you don't agree or not, you can kind of see that. So for me, right, I did kind of make a vow, Joe. I did kind of make it like, I'm saying, hey, there's going to be certain things I avoid, certain things that I go with, certain things I'm just going to stay away from out of my integrity. You know? know, it's because they smacked you around last time you stepped out the house, and now you're a little more mindful of <laughs> your words because you don't want that drama anymore, Wait, and that's what totally fine. To? Like, I don't want Reggie to ever have to go home again. <laughs> yeah. I want her Reggie to be, was here. You know, she I was literally here. watching them. <laughs> she was here. All right, I'm I'm like, all right, guys. In her, in her spot. But in no, her no, seat, no, no, nigga. No, no. All right. Yeah, yeah. What's up? Uh, all right, so the, one, of the, one of the reasons why. Have you been messy so far? Today? I don't think so. Messy, I spicy. So. I feel like I feel like I've asked you certain things that other people wouldn't ask you. Yeah, I, I do, I, I do. Like Generally, I, I feel like I do. Even talking about the charts, you've seen the charts, you've seen certain people's names, shows. Like I think that's something that most people would have a hard time asking you or getting an answer from you the way that we can. So maybe it's not messy per se. And I don't. We don't do this to be necessarily messy. Even the last episode, I think shit just played out how it played out, mm -hmm. and it's like, all right, fuck it, we're gonna deal with it now. Do y'all? But we don't. Think, I don't. I don't invite you here to be messy. Oh, please. You think I do? <laughs> I said please. I asked you a question. Mm -hmm. um, you think I invite you to be messy? I don't think you invite me here for the sole purpose of being messy. Mm -hmm. Um, I also think that if you're really good at this, then you have to customize how you get messy. Okay. Like there should be mess. It's up to you to decide how that mess is disseminated. Okay. But black people in the space mm. yeah, yeah, yeah. throw a little spice on the chicken. 
No, for sure. <laughs> yeah. A little, little spice on the chicken. Listen, man, this is one I, something I wanted to ask you. We'll get to that in a second. I see where you're going, Savon. I don't see. I can't that, see. And that's okay. <sighs> that's perfect. Um, you guys constantly use not too much on mail. And for some reason, it, it always gets back there. As a creator, is it something that's done purposely? No. It just, as y'all are recording, it just happens as y'all are going. I hate it. No, you don't. No, you don't. I do. Because if you, if you like what's going on there, then you want to be able to facilitate that at any given point in your pod. And I don't feel like we there with that. Like when it happens, it kind of just happens unforeseen to a few of us. Yeah. It just went there. Yeah. Mel and Ish get passionate about shit that the rest of us sometimes just don't know how y'all got that passionate. Mm. <laughs> like, what does this matter really? But it'd be fireworks. So I let it fly. I let it go. But would I like to have more control over how that's presented? Yeah. Yeah, man. Because I don't know. Just as someone that's, you're like, you're the leader. So unfortunately, they're always going to put it back on you. And it's something that you really have to work with because at the same token, you want it to be entertaining. And I also understand how you want for people to elaborate about things from their past, right? The listener can relate to it. People, it's exciting. But at what cost? <laughs> like, is it, is it really just COE for real? No, that's for everybody to, to decide on their own. Like, it should tell you, I'm not COE. Oh, him. I'm not COE. I'm not with none of that shit. I'm not doing none of that shit. Cool. You know what the boundaries are there in terms of creation. Flip, totally different. Uh, me, totally different. So when you say at what cost, it's like it's up to the individual. I give my life for the shit. Like I live and die for it. So whatever whatever is on the table for the gig is on the table. Whatever I have to do to make this an entertaining broadcast or to evoke some type of emotion or entertainment, I'm just willing to do whatever needs to be done. And uh, Twitter Spaces has become a big thing over there by y'all. Yeah. It, do, what do you like the most about Twitter Spaces? What do you hate? I've always been a fan, a fan of fans curating their own space to give real opinions on the shit that they fuck with. Uh, when I first got to Def Jam, it was the Joe Budden Def Jam TV brown boards. Mm. And that got updated to red boards. Then we went to, then that <clears> went to <throat> So and Boxton and all hip hop. And wherever there was a community, AOL. Uh, fucking MySpace. Then that went to, that kind of died with some of the ringtones. Then it came back with the streaming, like Ustream and Blog TV. And then YouTube was a space. Then the discords came. And so wherever the, the medium is for you to interact with the fan without the middle person is where I'm going to be. So Twitter Spaces is just another example of that. Got you. I didn't think Flip was going to come back, yo. You didn't think he was going to what? I didn't think he was going to come back to your podcast. Why? It just seemed as if Flip, like he's used to being the man with his content, right? And there's been times where he's on the podcast, he's talking, somebody might cut him off and get a little upset. Or somebody might cut him off and he might not want to say anything until he feels, you know, like he wants to say something again. Part of being the man is knowing when to not be the man. Part of leading is knowing when to let somebody else lead. Once I like, take a backseat. Yeah, right? Like Horace Grant on the Bulls was an integral part of whatever the Bulls was doing. Yeah. When he got tired of that shit, he went to Orlando and got a $100 million or whatever size contract that was he got, and he was kind of the man. Mm -hmm. I'm the missing piece that's going to... Uh, they beat the Bulls. Mm -hmm. yeah. They beat the Bulls. 
fucking uh, Julius Randle on New Orleans. Julius Randle on the Lakers versus Julius Randle today on the Knicks. The right system turned the role player to a superstar. Mm. So flip and coming over here and showcasing the ability to listen and learn and peek around at different setups and just meet more people and other POVs enables him when he steps out of there to be a better version of himself. He's a more equipped Swiss Army knife. Mm. He's more dangerous. I think he recognizes that too, by the way. <clears throat> yeah, I feel like sure. like sure. I don't have to yeah. I'm not coercing him or trying to convince I'm never convincing him of anything. Mm -hmm. Flip Flip this year has a enabled me to do a lot of bouncing. Yeah. Like yeah, there'd be times yeah, yeah. where this, this a story break. Mm -hmm. He the first one on my phone. Yo, you got to just let out him hating. <laughs> you hating you went viral. And my head, I'm like, I hate that viral shit. I'm not trying to do it. Yeah. But you need that person. Like, oh, my God, you're going to quit. I'm on your ass on Tuesday. When we get in there, I'm talking about <laughs> yeah. this shit. Don't you try went, to duck nothing. You're yeah. excited about it. So now mm -hmm. I can come and bounce. Mm -hmm. Pick my spot. Somebody else is handling the ball. Yeah. How do you feel when you have a shooter like that on your team? When you Love have it. somebody who embraces the COE. When you have somebody who's willing to say the names that maybe you try to stay away from saying. And um, anything that I want to create, I feel like it's needed. Okay. Anything that I want to create, you need. Have you had you that before? Simon, Is this the first time you feel like you've had something like that? No, not at all. No? Every time Rory coming and say some shit that I had no idea he was about to say. Got it. Like, wow, nigga, you going there? So outside of Rory, I think this may be the first person that you feel like, all right, you know what? There's somebody I can rely on. No, when on. it was me, Rory, and Marissa, Marissa did that too early on. Mm -hmm. uh, it's not the very first time that's. That's happened. Uh, everyday struggle probably is the peak of that happening. Mm -hmm. Like me and Ak at that point in our careers didn't give a fuck. Uh, but it's a it's a rarity. I'll say that it's it's a rarity. It's so rare. I don't expect people to do it. Mm. Like when that happens, it's a blessing and a gift, and rock with that. But that's not the norm. Is it necessary? No. You feel like it's necessary. No, no, no. There's a million different ways to do this. Okay. And all of the ways that I want to do it, mm -hmm. it's necessary. Got it. Got Especially it. with all this content out there today and just, it's so much out there that you need to find a way to cut through, however mm -hmm. that is. Yeah. Right? Yeah. You don't necessarily have to be a disruptor, but that's one of the best ways to cut mm -hmm. through. Uh, but however you penetrate, if you want to just think of something out the box that nobody else is doing or ever did, great. If you want to just disrupt your whole way through, I've been a disruptor for so many years. It's like second nature to me. I don't even feel like I'm doing it mm -hmm, anymore. Mm -hmm. So, so when, <laughs> at the top of the episode, I mentioned a lot of people ask me why, right? Why does Joe Budden want to come here? Why does Joe Budden want to I talk? I love here. What is, what is, a lot of people associated with mess, right? Mm -hmm. Some people, and again, this is not just like, I'm not trying to put this on Reggie, Alex, not, not just people on this cast, like people in my personal life too, like, I would tell people, yo, Joe's pulling back up. Like, wait, the fuck? Joe Budden was like, what's going on? Yeah, I just had a great episode. Let it live a little bit. But everybody went to mess. Everybody went to the bullshit. Everybody mm -hmm. went to the headlines. And I understood that. But then I always told everybody, I kind of know Joe a little bit. And I don't think he would do it for that sole purpose. I ain't coming up here for the mess. That, exactly. <laughs> I'm so, talking shit. I My get, New Year's resolution actually is to dead all mess. No, it's not. Joe. In what way? Really? No, it's not. Bro. Okay. Serious. Let's see. Serious. How do you... How my do, resume how do you, is... I love my, that. My resume is there already. Mm. I got so much mess on this resume mm -hmm. that if you ever want to look to how Joe Budden responds to mess, it's all there. 
And I feel like I've given so much of my focus and attention to mess, hoping it would yield some things, and it has. But mm -hmm. now the goals are greater, so the focus has to be greater. Attention to detail has to be greater. The team around, everything has to be greater. And when mm -hmm. that's the level, when, when that's what's at stake, mm -hmm. I don't have time to... Like I be poking with people that can't fuck with me. Like I just I just be bored doing shit. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But no, we don't have to do that at February be nine years of this shit. Then we'll be going on ten years, twenty twenty five, ten years February of Yeah, I don't wanna I'm I'm not I got some other things in my arsenal. I don't have mm -hmm. to do that. How do you respond to the people who are critiquing your new partnership, your new relationship with prospects? I don't. You don't. You have nothing to say to them. You were very I critical haven't. this year of po of podcasts with advertisers in particular. Mm -hmm. um, there's been some no, Patreon episodes. Everybody is there's just some... stupid. Okay. Talk to those stupid Everybody people. is just stupid. I have never... Oh, I've been critical of the way that we do advertising in the space as tastemakers, influencers, and space leaders. Okay. I I feel like we should, that should be the bar. We should move like that at all times. And watching how people submit and acquiesce and just give in in this ad space, it's not sexy. The average consumer can't tell that that's what's happening. Mm -hmm. I can tell that that's what's happening. And I can always tell. When, when the advertisers come to me and talk to me about the stitched ads and, hey, we normally do the stitch Everybody out there does the stitch because it's an easy way for us to now tell the reach of what you did and what mm -hmm. the ad did. Crock of shit. <laughs> Crock of shit. Nobody's ever going to jump in my vertical, take the numbers, switch them around, and then come tell me some, mm -hmm. about how valuable it is. That's craziness <laughs> to me. It's not logical. Yeah. But... They dangle some money in front of you niggas' faces. Mm -hmm. Y'all stitch that shit all the way through your shit. And now, niggas are just bypassing that and integrating it into the feed, into the, the audio, the main. So it's stitched, it's that. It's, you niggas is bugging out here for short. When you speak. Crackhead shit. You, you niggas are doing ad reads. <coughs> ad reads as talent. Talent ad reads. Yeah. Yes. Main difference between me and everybody else. Yeah. Anytime I say something, it's not a talent. It's not talent reading something. I negotiated it. I handpicked from this amount of people. This is the ad. This is how we're going to do this. This is how many months we're going to do this. Let's customize it for them. It's a special thing. Mm -hmm. They feel special because there's no other ad in this in the area. Like, oh shit, we got that's our shit. Mm -hmm. Like, we can invest there. This could be a long term play and then it's that it's always a long-term play with me i said that last time i was here yeah fact. you can't come here and do and uh we do ads for a week or two weeks or a month get in bed lay down take your clothes <laughs> off but when you say that because i'm with you and again a part of the psychology behind how you move when it comes to ads and partnerships like truly again it, right but I appreciate it because I've been able to kind of learn firsthand on how to navigate our shit, right? Like the shit that we do is, is not just everything that comes across our desk. It kind of got to make sense. But at the same token, we're not in the space of a Joe Budden where we have the ultimate leverage. We don't got the big joker. 
We ain't got the deuce. We ain't got the ace. Whatever game you playing, those cards are the cards that win you the game. We ain't got that. So we got to use the tools and the cards. I mean, it's the truth. It's not one way to look at it because when you're in this space, there's a market, right? And in any space, in any space, the stock market, the fucking cryptocurrency, how's everything, that? the car, how's, everything how's, is always a market. How's your credit? My credit's pretty good. Mm-hmm. Uh, how's pretty your good. credit? Yeah, it's pretty good. Uh, pretty good. Yeah. How's I your credit? Good credit. Good. I do well. So y'all are doing what people do in America when you are not cash rich. You have good credit. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So if you really needed some money, you could walk in the bank and get some money. For sure. You could present a plan, show it to them, mm-hmm. and if they rock with you, they will give you whatever you're looking for. For sure. And then when you come out, you wouldn't be tasked with having to do ads to supplement income and keep things going, right? And 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 yes, and there's no, a million Joe. ways to look at this. There's definitely the yeah, way risk that is do, that I is say that you way. do have the big joker because all you have to do is go acquire audience. For sure. Acquiring audience is important. Mm-hmm. Which audience you're acquiring is more important. So if you know how valuable that is to them, hey, I'm talking black music. I'm talking pop culture. Oh, shit. This is the entryway to all things moving. All things that drive inventory mm-hmm. start here. Mm-hmm. Even if your plan is to get to the white people, you start in black. If your plan is to get to the gays, you start in black. You, mm-hmm. you start here. The black, they'll tell you. That's valuable. So if you're not nobody, mm-hmm. but you got 20,000 of this audience listening to you for a year, yeah, I mark my own price. Yeah, I mark my own price. I make the price. But- no, it's not just but. No, I'm listening. <laughs> I agree. Everything you're saying, I agree. Yeah. But, but you I, say I want... things that sound like you disagree. You say things that that the creators say like, no, but at this level we have to. <clears throat> but hey, at this level we're not you. We didn't come in with this mm-hmm. dog. I wasn't me when I started this. That don't really move me. That don't tell me nothing. I'm glad you opened up about this. So to be clear, if we see you taking that, the business is different. Like it was worth the business it. is different than the people whose back I kick in for the way that they do ads, because there are some people out there that 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 do it kind of the same way, but most of my peer group does not. Makes sense. I agree. And I was getting a haircut yesterday. I was watching the show. My barber just had it on. Then the show was called Kill Tony. Okay. Kill Tony. Tony is a comedian. The show is filmed in Austin. And what they do, they have up-and-coming comedians come up for one minute, do a set, and then their panel of comedians interview that comedian. And as my as I'm watching this that my barber has on, he says, hey, you know, that's Joe Rogan, that's Joe Rogan's club right. in Austin. So, okay, interesting. So as he's flicking, I'm noticing the graphics. It's Joe Rogan's graphics. I see the comedians and the style of humor. It's a little Joe Rogan-ish. It's, it's that world mm-hmm. over there. And then I see the ads in the front and the type of ads they are. And I say, oh, okay. Somebody that knows what they're doing <laughs> is doing this. You could spot that when you know what you're doing. Like he curated that whole thing. You can see the people that do it differently than we do in our space typically. And it's foul and uh. it's wrong. I'm never against people getting their money and doing what they have to do. I'm never against that. But at some point, get the information as well. While I was at Complex, I had to run into offices. 
I had to talk to the sales team everywhere. Hey, y'all can't, y'all want me to come to the, to the advertising meetings? Y'all need me to get on the phone and speak to these people so they have a better understanding of the product you're trying to give them, like what we need to do. The creators and the sales team people have to work in unison. So when you do that and you speak to enough of them, you get a whole lot of information and then you can apply it properly. I'm rambling because most of them out there don't know what I'm talking about. Yeah. But Good to be clear, there's a way to do this properly. So, all right. Uh, I'm glad that you actually said that because doing it properly, you're in a position where you can actually do it properly. Is that something that you've considered? Is that something that you've thought about with the network, with the creators that you have? I see Flip. He has like a content house. I don't know yeah. what's going on with that. Flip has Flip his own, has content, his own space. content space. A million shows. That he's doing, a, he's, and he's doing phenomenal, right? He's got his own crew of yeah. rotating cast members cast and personalities. Yeah. Absolutely. And yeah. then also I see. Issues um, now. Speaking panels. Mm -hmm. wow, events. All of that. That whole finance space. NFL. The sports. I think sports podcasting is a, another thing. NBA, NFL. We got Zaire. He's doing his thing. We got Shannon Sharp. He's doing his thing. Yep. So I see the influence. I kind of see the direction. But again, you said the infrastructure and doing it the right way. I think you're one of the few people who can lend to change in doing it the right way. Well, yeah, I agree with that as well. But people got to be willing. People as in like the creators or yeah. as in... You got to be willing to, to make certain sacrifices and make tough decisions and, and say no sometimes. Hmm. I don't have no problem saying no to advertisers for three years in a row. Because when the yes comes, it's going to beat all of the. It's going to beat all of that. Mm -hmm. It's going to be worth I it. I don't lose it. I don't lose anything. All right. I might. <laughs> Fuck it. When doing it the right way, there's going to be a lot of people who challenge you in that. And we could bleep some of these names, but I'm going to name the names. Fuck it. Yeah, you can turn it up. On let's let's niggas. let's get these niggas. <laughs> let's 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 yeah. go. Let's go. Let's, let's just on. look at the network, and um, I'm a name. You know, let's go with see the thing is. See the thing is under your network. Obviously, they're no longer there. I'm gonna just speak to one of the gripes there. One of the gripes there was they felt like they could have took a different business model, right? They felt like you know what we don't do ads here. I would love to do ads. I would love to create some type of income. Um, most the standard practice, and maybe you call it greed um, amongst podcasters, or maybe it's just something that you saw in your business model, but ads wasn't really a thing for you at that time. Um, do you feel like, but you why know. why weren't they a thing? For you at that time. They weren't a thing. And I, had iteration. Ads. I had ads. I had ads back then. They weren't known to the public. I didn't know. I was powered by Cash App. True. Powered by Cash App, yes. But that started off as a pull-up situation. And then I think once the pull-up situation went, it went over Either to the way, podcast. It's an ad. Who True. cares where it started, where it went? It's an ad. So I'm mm -hmm. clearly not against ads. Mm -hmm. uh, but see, the thing is, and I don't want to say too much because I haven't really spoken to them to understand their gripes. You would probably know better than me. Mm -hmm. But my understanding is... Yeah, they wanted ads, like, immediately. I don't. I don't even understand that language. If you coming to me in episode, in, in year one, beating me down about ads, I'm just going to feel like you're not focused. In, in year one, I'm only concerned with building audience. Mm -hmm. The audience is going to determine 
that how to add conversation goes. You on episode 30. How you think the conversation is going to go when you talk to the advertiser? You don't have no leverage. You don't have no audience. You don't have no strength. You can't put your dick on that table. They're going to close the door. I never want to be treated that way. Mm -hmm. So I make sure to build the audience. They want mm -hmm. to go immediately. There's nothing wrong with that. Mm -hmm. That's not wrong. It's just not what I wanted to do. So let's do it different. Mm -hmm. Y'all go take all the ads y'all want. I'll go do it my way. I had dinner with uh, somebody, I won't say, a few weeks ago. He just started his podcast, one of the brightest musicians I know. And he was like, Joe, man, I know you've been doing it a while. I know you did it for three, four miles. I know you changed the game, Spotify, yada, yada, yada. But yo, we not, I'm not getting no money from this shit, man. And I ain't just about to keep doing this shit with no money. I said, nah, I feel you. What episode you on? 13. Oh, way too early. Way too early. But what if the person you that you're talking that. about, they got and like that person, person in their name? Yeah. Right? It depends on the person. No. I'm asking. Like, that's me. a genuine question. Not to me. Dep Popovich, depend on the person. Popovich, that ain't changing the game plan when you niggas walk in. You niggas come in here and get with this. Bill Belichick ain't changing it. This is what has worked for me. This is what we're doing. Now, if somebody come along at episode 13 and say something like, yo, I got, I got fucking such and such. Give me something. Give me uh, Maxwell. Mm -hmm. I got Maxwell coming to me on some audio shit. I got five million. It's only us two. From this, we take this. It's only this much of a commitment. Hey, get your shit off. But be clear, that is not what these niggas be going through mm -hmm. out here. It'd be a lot of... 2,500, 5,000, 7,500, 10,000, 15,000. If you're lucky, hey, I can do this uh, eight times in here. If I do it this amount of times for the month, then I'm bringing this. What type of crackhead shit are we doing? What are we doing? But crackhead shit to you, yeah, crackhead yeah. shit to you could be life changing to others. You, I don't, like, you know what it is? Do All right, have, so, it, have it your way. At no point, see, that's where we keep getting this lost. When I say how I do it and how I think it should be done, I'm not telling nobody else that it. they're doing it wrong. Got it. Do it that way. Go even see. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Go see. Mm -hmm. See what it's about. Yeah. I'm not the, the law of the land, mm -hmm. but my way has worked for me and many others. Yeah. Right? Like, I'm not getting this just off my brain. Like, I'm looking at the Bill Simmons. I'm looking at the Howard Stearns. I'm looking at the gimlet i'm looking at the all of the i'm looking at networks see i'm never looking at people mm. the networks do it a certain way the people should try to mimic that that was my problem with spotify no you can't take my numbers which are through the roof max them with all the other numbers of your shows take that to escalate escalate give you a billion dollars and then you disseminate the billion how you feel no i played a big part in that billion Nobody will ever be able to negotiate for me, ever. Yeah, I need in at that table. What do you think about the future of uh, money being made? Not just along. It's over, thanks it's, God. Yeah, not it's just over. It's a little crazy, right? Because a lot no of niggas about to be. Ah, that's nice. Nah, <laughs> because you know, there's no more of those exclusive deals that everybody was hopping on top of. So, we're, if you had to guess again, we don't know what's gonna happen. But if Joe Mon, what do you think? Do you think people are going to start to get off a podcast? Already started. Mm. Already started. A bunch of them. On their way out. A lot more will die in 2024. But that's fine. Too, too many of them were birthed. So we yeah. need something to die. Yeah. But they're going to die. 2024. 2024. For sure.
I can't wait. Because that was the thing, right? Like, everybody just assumed, all right, yo, you pod good enough, you're going to get a deal, yo. Yeah. You're going to get a deal, you're going to get a like deal. That was like the end game. Everybody waited yeah. for Spotify or Apple or fucking Luminary or Amazon, somebody to just come and call with a check. Yeah. That's not work. That's not work. The work is what you do when they don't call. That's the meeting I had with Ian and my team at the top of the year. Top of the year or almost New Year's Eve, and I'll have that meeting again this year. We get together January 1 or 2 or 3, get the big whiteboard out, mm-hmm. just write a whole bunch of shit down that we want to do, what needs to happen for these things to happen, mm-hmm. timetables. We just start throwing shit out there, and we set some goals. Yeah, mm-hmm. and I set a bunch. Yeah. I cursed niggas out at the top of this year. <laughs> hey, this is what we did this year. This is where I feel like we fell short. Uh, this is what I want to accomplish. If we are not the crew here, then let's get the hands in here that can help us execute some of this shit. And by the end of the year, we should be here, and we exceeded that shit. Yeah, we exceeded that shit this year, and I always said it. I always set it high. So we exceeded that shit. This year I'm going in. Same thing. 2024, these are my expectations. This is what I want to do. This is how I think we should get there. Let's put the team together and get there. It should be that constant. It should never be a dull moment in the think tank. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's too much shit going on. Yeah. What are some of the goals for next year? Let's, let's, you let's talk about nothing. Next year, we create the separation for real. Mm-hmm. This year... I've given niggas the privilege of thinking that we still in the same dog park. Not next year. Not next year. How about for 2022? And then you mentioned that you pointed out some of the shortcomings. Can you tell us that? Like, where did you feel that you need to improve on? And then clearly this year you figured it out. Do you remember any of the shortcomings? Fuck yeah. <laughs> Fuck yeah. Uh, like what areas? Uh, well, we made two new hires. I felt like I felt like we could have gotten better on the entertainment side. Mm. We were just coming in giving too much just information too educational. It just was like mm. <laughs> enough. And that was reflective not an in, educational pod. In some of the numbers. Definitely felt like that some days. It was oh, like shit. I'm not I'm not here for this. Mm-hmm. So yeah. I need to do something. I need to do something different there. Uh I wanted to up the pieces of content from X amount to like a different amount like i wanted to just experiment i wanted to do more patreon i had different mad scientist ideas, ideas that i wanted to try so i could gain more information yeah uh oh to see like how it would perform and how if it would work yeah to kind uh-huh. of see what my next move is like okay. i'm gonna play the low spade to see what to my see partner's high spade mm-hmm. is okay and then i'm gonna know what the whole table has this is a mastermind. Once shit. I play the low spade and my partner shows me the highest spade in his hand, because he knows to do that when I play my lowest spade, yeah. I know every spade at the table. So on the... You're planning that all along. Yes. It. It's okay. like one of those. Okay. Gotcha. Gotcha. Yeah. Yeah, I'm not mad at that. I'm I'm excited to see what the new year brings for you uh for the network. And then there's been a lot of criticism about the network, right? A lot of it has been Joe Budden centric. A lot of it revolves around you. Um and not just let me not just put it on Reddit. I think even to somebody who's been a part of a it, fact. 
and seen us. You know fact. what I'm saying? Like, yeah. It's a fact. You know, when you do, you talk about the Bill Simmons and you talk about the Gimblets and you talk about some of these other networks, mm. I think they've given the example and the blueprint of, all right, this is what the network is. Whereas your network, again, it kind of revolves bop, 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 a little bit. What's up? Talk to me. I want to be clear. Talk to me. Bill, um, Dave Portnoy. Mm -hmm. There's a lot of examples out there of people that have started really successful networks, started companies, sold companies. Like Bill has done it from HBO to these niggas are legends, right? Yes, killer. They also, how do I say this? They're also white. <laughs> so how they do it is different. Mm -hmm. And I, I don't want to say that they don't get hard times because Bill's gotten fired. Like yeah. Bill's went through it. Dave's gotten fired. He goes through it. But Dave was able to secure $15, 20000000 million at the start for his <sighs> network. Bill was able to procure millions and millions of dollars to get his shit started. Gimlet started and sold within years of, right? That will not be the case for any black creator. Mm. Anywhere. You could listen to Byron Allen. You could listen to fucking, uh, what's my man's name? Robert. Uh, I got a brain freeze. But any of the black people, that's not going to be their story. I think what the thing, I think see the thing is, and the old iteration of the pod, one of the biggest <laughs> things it taught me was you don't have to do it that way. Like, okay. it was in that moment that I realized, well, yeah, we're greater with more people, but we're also more vulnerable and we're compromised more if all people are not on the same page. Yeah, A lot more things can go wrong. And that's what happened when yeah. I tried to start a network too fast with too many shows, too many, too many yeah. people had too many feelings. They did mm -hmm. too much talking behind my back. They all came up with shit that mm -hmm. was unbeknownst to me and rerouted it all. And not for nothing, I feel like people back then just assumed you had all of these podcast secrets, right? So aligning with you was like a piece of cake. Yeah, like there was a point where them niggas thought that I, whatever money they were making for, for from the pod, I was using to fund my network, right? Like it's just a lot of asinine thoughts out there. But the truth of the matter, which I couldn't see at the time, was my one show is big enough to be the network. No, for sure. I mean, yeah. And you you want to know why I say that? What was the list you and Ian posted? It was like a, a list of, of networks, other networks. networks. Yeah. That shit fucked me up. Can you uh, speak to that, Joe? The uh, list was- um, I, It I, was a list of the top networks. Yeah. I think it was one through 30 or 50. We were number 30. Wow. And it was the big dogs on there. Yeah. Mm -hmm. NBC, all yeah. these cats. And, and, and the Joe Budden Network sat there as an independent. It's crazy. It felt good to see. But that's the, that's the quantity that we put out. As one show, mm -hmm. as one show, I have bandwidth problems. <laughs> Explain. We put out too much. Yeah. Like. Oh, you think it's too much? I know it's too much because I pay for it. Mm -hmm. Okay. Mm -hmm. I pay for the storage. <laughs> yeah, that's a real thing. So are you going to cut back a little bit more in the new year? Uh, or is it going to keep going like this? Well, the last... I want to say maybe five or six months I've been incorporating different people in into the fold okay. to take some of the workload mm -hmm. off of yeah. anybody that needs 
a break or just don't want to keep going like this, Amani tag in, let's go. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Mo tag in, Kino, please somebody tag in, you tag out. This is a game being played. Okay. Yeah. So if anybody is gassed or the fatigue is on, somebody needs to come in. Mm -hmm. Like that up. was your solution for yeah. that. Okay. Yeah, and I, I don't want to lose when when the second linebacker comes in. Like yeah. we can't drop down from that. So you, we're speaking about sports. Um, these lists always get people's panty in a bunch, man. Uh, this year, Complex's media list ruffled some feathers. But not only that, Complex's sports media list. And uh, I wanted to know how you felt about <clears throat> the position of one, uh, Shannon Sharp at one, uh, Stephen A. Smith at two, and Barkley at three. Uh it's a tough, that's a tough top three. <clears throat> mm -hmm. I thought that the first five were pretty tough. Even if you had to argue with how they landed, I think they got the names right. Yeah. Like, I think for me, Stephen A would be one. I said the same thing. Um, Shannon is in a hot streak and has been in for a few years. So if you want to put him too, cool. I don't put, well, he's hot now, so you got to do it. But Barkley. Number three. Still him. <clears throat> Pat McAfee was number McAfee four. McAfee was five, I thought. No, Pat. Four? Oh, you Pat, four? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Who's Pat four? Was four. Pat. Uh, Pat was four and Shaq was five. And you're yeah. a sports guy. I so sport. I know you kind of like, yeah, 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 you you keep up with this kind of stuff. Um, number six was Mason Cameron. Mason Cam. Yeah. Number seven was Gilbert Arenas. I know you fuck with Gilbert. That's my man. Eight was J.J. Reddick. I know you like J.J. That's too. Love J.J. Reddick. Number nine, <clears throat> we had Michael Irvin. And number 10, we had Mina Kimes. Okay. We had Mina Kimes. So that was the top 10. How do you feel about these lists in general? Because before we even, you know. I don't you know, care about these lists. You, I don't care you about. You say you don't, but you kind of do a little bit. I don't. I don't care about the list at all. Really? At all. Not one speck of me gives a fuck about the Does list. It, doesn't it feel good when you're number one? Or do, do you still not care even I carry that myself way? like I'm number one regardless. Like Ooh, the list okay. don't tell me I'm number one. But <laughs> what I'm doing out here tells me I'm number one. Okay. Like how people respond to me and receive me tells me I'm number one. The mm -hmm. hate, way people hate me or love me. Like basically, you didn't need the list to. Oh no, Complex that for knew you. I was number one without putting that list out. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so when you saw yourself, now that's a much more competitive list. The sports sports, one? sports list. Okay. I don't feel like I don't feel like the 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 other list, the media list. I don't want to talk shit, but mm. who was supposed to be number one? Ooh. on that list. I get it. I'm not. I'm not mad at the thinking. I'm not. I'm not upset at that at all. On this list, a <laughs> little different. You got niggas that's fucking thirty and forty year vets. Mm -hmm. Yeah, <laughs> Pat McAfee. Yeah. He's going crazy. To He's going crazy. Tough yeah. to deal with. Pat. Wife beat on. He's tough. Yeah. He's, he took the Sports Center block. Yes, and is up there cursing up a storm. Oh, Aaron Rodgers. Hey, come here. Tell me about this interception. What's going on, right? <laughs> Fire. They bugging. Definitely like I, the sports people. Yeah. Uh, they inspire me. Yeah. I still think that Ernie, Shaq, Charles, and Kenny have the best show bar none on television in mm -hmm. the content space, mm -hmm. YouTube, wherever you want to put it. Those are the best hosts with the best show. So, yeah, they got to deal with them. Mm -hmm. Do you have any, do you and your team have any influence on who gets <laughs> added to these lists? No. Because, you know, when, when we did see the Joe Button at number one, it looked like it was a little like expose, right? Like they wrote about you at one. Did you find out before? Did you find out in real They time? called me. They said, hey, we're doing a list, and we can we take some pictures of you? Can you come in? Can we ask you a couple questions? I said, no. Why the fuck would I do something like that? Get off my phone. I don't care about your list. They said, well, this is the list, and you're number one on the list, so Aww. we just figured we would give it a job. I was like, all right. Then uh, I'll <laughs> so in, that, in that case, yeah. 
Out. What should I wear? Out. <laughs> <laughs> so see, it does feel in. good that you're number one. Oh yeah, no. If, yeah. if y'all gonna if y'all gonna acknowledge it the way I acknowledge it, yeah. I'll come in and, and we'll do a little something. <laughs> that's like that's like when the artists uh that's like when the artists are not coming to the Grammys because I didn't win my award. Mm -hmm. I'm not performing at the Grammys if you're not giving me my award. There's a barter system. Let's do right. it. Mm -hmm. But other than that, the list don't <coughs> real life moves me. Just to kind of recap, yeah, you're not checking for the list. Recap the music um list, right? We did the sports, so we had Joe Budden at number one. We had number two, Academics was number Ad, two. Charlemagne. Charlemagne was number three. Gillian Harlow was number four. Gilly. And Nori was number five. They got it right. So that rounds out the top five. And, and Kai Sinai was number six. And I think next year, he may He'll move up a little bit. Yeah, I think he he's might move up a little there. bit. Carisha was number seven. I think she might drop a little bit. I ain't going to lie. She might not see yeah. another list in her life. She may not. Yo, that ass. <laughs> another one. Of I was just thinking about that on the way here because I love her show so much. Mm -hmm. I do. I yeah, love yeah. her and I love her show. Yeah, I think she's show. good. I think it's needed for that. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but when we get one of those again. <laughs> no, yeah, she doesn't drop yeah. as frequently as the dust. Do 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 do. Another one bites the dust. And another one down and another one down. Another one bites the dust. I love when a two time award winner oh, for yeah. I love when they just it's over now. <laughs> Yeah, that thing might be uh, over. I ain't gonna lie. He said, I right? love it. I, I love it. Yeah. She won the award two years in a row. Yeah. Now, I don't care about that Damn. stuff. However, you know when there's a glitch in the matrix. Sure. It was a little fishy. Sure. Seven you, is. Yeah. yeah. And another one down. And another <laughs> one down. <laughs> yeah, get the fuck out of here. <laughs> but yeah, it, it, it was a tough list. And this was the first year that they did this type of list um, mm -hmm. for both categories, for sports personalities, for music mm -hmm. personalities. Mm -hmm. um, you happen to be number one. Shannon Sharp happened to be number one. I wouldn't be surprised if y'all both got number one next year. Mm -hmm. um, and also, at, at some point, I would love to see these kind of genres. Kinda... Now, if they call me next year, I'm going to tell them not to make me number one. <laughs> Why? You can't do that. Come on. Give the space. Come on. Give somebody else a shot. somebody else a go at it. You go nominate. He don't know. I'm not going to nominate anybody. No. He's going to look for the fall. Leave it open. Leave it for. Listen, my job yeah. is done here. You know why Joe's good? My job, I'm still Because just say, just by happenstance, yeah, yeah. he doesn't get number one next year, right? Authentically, right. they just say, hey, you know what? Joe Bunny, he may have a down year or whatever. I did and, it. I did it. I got it. <laughs> Thanks. Honestly, hey, give me. I got great. the very first number one on the first time that, that <coughs> they did this list. The no That's enough for me. I got my, what was that little BT award they gave us? I was appreciative of it. The and, then, BT and then when they did the nominations, yeah. one yeah. of these years, last year, we didn't get a nom or we didn't win. Nobody hits me after that. Nobody hits me, damn, yo, what the fuck? Yeah. It's like they know what time it is. Know what time it is. <laughs> they know already. That's what yeah, sure. up. That's what <laughs> sure. up. Do you feel like uh hip hop fifty was done correctly this year? We saw a lot Great of question. new performances. Uh that was basically the theme of the year for the most part. A lot of performances. Do you think it was represented correctly? Uh no. Why is that? <sighs> Too many reasons. Too many reasons. Uh, same faces, number one. It's the same exact faces. They, it's fucking the DJ Cassidy All-Stars. Mm-hmm. The mm. fucking slick. There were a lot of people Rick, that did not. Uh, Rockem, Big Daddy, yeah, just like Roxanne like, Shante. Yeah. yeah. What I would have liked to be present for was Leor's shit that he did mm. in L.A. That looked fly. And yeah, I and I would have went to that, but yeah. when Leo called called me, it wasn't nothing about hip hop. It wasn't mm. no hip hop fifty shit. He just said, "Yo, 
I'm being honored. I'm calling my Def Jam family. You're part of that. Yeah. Please come out. I'd love to have you. I got a private jet leaving. Blah, 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 blah. That was a big ass private oh. jet, too. Yeah. It was like the Supo. Sounds too mixy for me. <laughs> is that something you would change in the new year? Because I'm an introvert. I know, I know. That. And I hate all of this mixy shit. That's like, not who I am. Word, now, right. some people say if I really want to expand and scale, then I'll have to get out of my own way in that regard. I don't think this is the year to do that. Like I'm I'm uneasy if I'm not introverted. I don't want to be around mm-hmm. anybody. It's COVID. These niggas got germs. These niggas want to talk my ear off. They want to make me hear a demo. They want me to say yeah. happy birthday to their niece. They want me to do this. I know. I just rather be home, mm. crisscross applesauce, in the bed with Dateline on and eating Pringles, like thinking about life. how to take over the world. Yeah. I'm more effective from in my house, in my bed, as a thinker. I'm a thinker. Yeah. I got to yeah. think before I can put some shit into action. I'm not the guy that's going to be out standing on the couch at Cheetah. Hey, network, let's network. Let's yeah. Lincoln build. Remember that whole thing? Hey, the Ron. Lincoln builders. <laughs> that's suck my dick. I'm, no, I'm not Lincoln. I'm not building. I'm not networking shit. with none of you niggas. Don't even say that word to me. I'm not doing nothing for the look of it. I'm not shit. doing nothing because you my man or you cool with my man. Get the far the fuck away from me. Mm. I ain't mad at that. I, I bet. So... Before we get up out of here, I know you don't want to give it's us over. too many. No, I know only you, three hours. Listen, I know you don't own me. Yeah, oh my god! Oh my! Yeah. Pay the staff. <laughs> <laughs> I know you don't want to give us too many of your plans for the upcoming year, but I do want to know some of the things you want to leave behind in this year. I okay. told you already. Uh, less mess. Less mess for yourself. Uh, less mess. I want to help. I want to figure out how I can be a better facilitator to my team and the people that. I love and want to help. How can I? How can I help y'all more? Right. Mm-hmm. If Ish want to write a book, how can I help him do that mm-hmm. more? It's not really about me now. Mm-hmm. Like it's about the sum. Got it. I want. I want us as a crew <clears throat> to all get closer to whatever our individual evolutions are. Gotcha. I love that. I want to do that. Gotcha. I want to do more team building this year. Like I want to just start. Like activities? Yeah, I want to like book trips, mm-hmm. travel together. Mm-hmm. Everybody bring their wife or significant other. We can do a pod in the Philippines or wherever the fuck we go. Oh, Hawaii. Shit. We can park, strap this shit up. Yeah, not it. like Carl. And yeah, and I want to I want to do more of that. Type I love of that. stuff. I love that. All right, but uh, before we get up out of here, let's let's get a little messy real quick. We're gonna do higher lower. I know you're familiar with high low, but we're, we're not gonna do it. We're not, we're, we got prize picks over here. We do underdog. Y'all do a little bit too. Underdog. 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 We underdog. But it's still, still the same game. Still the same oh. game. All right. Shout out to underdog. We're going to do high low. Get that ad, man. You know what I'm saying? Shout out to underdog fantasy. The gang, 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 gang. But before we do that, let's, again, I'm just going to listen to names. We're going to do. They're paying good? For us, right. yes. For where I'm we playing. are in our space, yeah. underdog is handling are. us very well. Right. Shout out to Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I just want to do high or lower. We ain't got to elaborate. I'm going to just list some names, all right? I'm going based off the complex list with some of the creators. I want to know the chances of Joe Budden collaborating with some of these people on this I'm list. I'm not collaborating higher, with these higher. <laughs> You don't know who's on? You don't know. I'm telling you I'm not going to collaborate. He knows who's on the list. Zero. I'll do something with Ack. All right, so that's a higher low. A higher low with Ack. That's the end of this conversation. That's a higher. I'm not fucking don't, with Ack. Not even you like can't do that. Simone, you can't, like, I don't like that because there's Angie on this list him? too. Ah, you fuck with Angie. You fuck with Angie. You fuck okay, with certain people. Him to say the name. You get okay. thank you. Angie thank can you. always get something from me. Yeah, Angie is like my sister. 
Mm-hmm. The goat. I don't view her as like a content Peace. person. She's yeah. a goat. And whenever she called me, I'm there. Yeah. Got it. But it's she's some on people the list. that get that from me. Like if I show up for you, then whenever you call me, I'm there. And if you're not on that list, I'm never showing up. So Angie's on the hire. Yes. She's on the hire. For Ax, sure. On the hire. There was somebody like Shannon Sharp. I haven't seen you on Shannon. You and Shannon ever I did would, anything? I would definitely do something with Shannon. You know what I'm saying? I would like, do it's with not. Shannon. So you would work with these people. There's certain people. Oh, you know, some of them, but no, he's on a different list now. Shannon wasn't oh, on okay. the list. Complex. I should have just said the complex. I should have just said the complex. Okay. Complex list in general. Um, you said act now. Fuck it, Charlemagne. Higher, lower, lower for that one. That's the lower. I gotta ask, bro. He's on the list. That's the lower. I'll take the lower. All right, all right. I I just want to gauge here. Yeah. Um, who else we got on here? Oh, Stephen A. You and Stephen A. I know you did or he did your pod. Mm-hmm. You never went on Stephen A's. He has a new podcast. Have you I been on his? Been on. You haven't been on his yet. But right? anytime he calls me, anytime he needs me, Absolutely. I'm there. I've done first take. <laughs> mm-hmm. So whatever he needs for me. You and Shaquille O'Neal. Y'all always talk about a history, but I've never seen y'all together. I know, like, there's a relationship there. Jersey. I'm going to take a higher on that. (laughs) You and Shaq, a higher on. I feel like anytime I call Shaq, he would. He He would. He would. I would love to see that. And same for me. Anytime he calls me, I'm I'm there. Yeah, yeah. I was getting the the, the Dame Lillard diss exclusives when he was dropping them. (laughs) Which just was coming to my phone on a late night. I was like, Shaq, nigga, this nigga. The fuck? (laughs) See, that's the thing about the content space. Every year, there's new people who kind of insert themselves in this space. So Mm -hmm. somebody, even like a Gilbert Arenas. That's my man, man. Mm -hmm. See, I already hit uh, Brandon Jennings and said, yo, phenomenal job you're doing. Love you as a podcaster. I can't wait to come up there. Really? Fire. Mm -hmm. That's dope. Shout out, shout out to you. Because BJ's my man. Yeah. 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 Okay, Mm -hmm. bet. JJ Reddick, I know you're a fan of JJ. That's my man. That's a hire, too. That's my man. We got a lot of hires. Look at you. You ain't even give us a chance. But he did say the sports. I didn't know that you would combine the complex. Okay. All right. I'm not mad at that. I'm not mad at that. Um, And let's, let me, let me get a The entertainment list. Well, you did Gillian Wallow, so I don't know if I have to ask for that one again. Do we do we do Gillian Wallow, Gillian I'm Wallow higher? Doing, I'm never doing that show again. No? But, no. But if they call me, too, I'm there for them. Mm. Just not on their on show. On that show. Not on their show. But anything that Gillian Wallow needs for me, I'm there. Okay. Love I them. That. Fuck with what they're doing. Yeah. I just don't need to be on the show again. Mm-hmm. I I'm not mad at that. They have my support. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I thought I'm that was going to be a different all. show when I seen you on there. And I'm with you. All right, bet. And then um, I guess we 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 can go... Oh, so Funk Flex made this list too? You and Flex, what's your history? If, if you don't mind me, yeah? It's my man. Got history. Great, great terms. Flex shows me the most love when he, when he sees me. <coughs> I went to Summer Jam mm-hmm. and he was DJing. He said, Is that your button right there? Because I'd be low. Yeah. <laughs> low. Love you. Uh, I was in Lagos, Eden. He just happened to be in there. Y'all love what you're doing. He's one of them. He tells me, All of them from Hot 97, I got to say, mm-hmm. say that to me. Mm-hmm. Like, they they're truly. Love. Like, they're truly mm-hmm. happy for me. I don't know if that's because I used to work there. <laughs> or I don't know if it's because they've just seen me grow up. Right. Ebro said, too, right? Oh, Ebro's, mm-hmm. Ebro's the OG. Mm-hmm. Ebro's always been my OG. Right? Like, when I got, when I was on the radio, <laughs> mm-hmm. that was him kicking me under the table. Yeah. Wake up. <laughs> There's a talk break. Yeah. You have to lead this talk break. You will have to talk. <laughs> yeah. Gotcha. I need that. I seen Camilo last night. DJ Carmelo. Yeah, I didn't even know that was him DJing, but when he was walking out with all niggas, he tapped, yo. That's my mind. Could not be prouder of you. I'm looking at him in his eyes. He meant that shit. Mm-hmm. He ain't really like, just they're not lying just mm-hmm. to say it. Yeah. So I, I appreciate I appreciate that from everybody at Hot. <laughs> I do. Kai Sinat. Nessa. She, Nessa, she's dope. Come on, I come on. Nessa, for sure. Uh, Kai Sinat. I love him. 
Yeah. Love him. Could you see, could you ever see a way where y'all I'm not coming him? to the jail. <laughs> I'm not coming to the basement. <laughs> I'm not coming to Chuck E. Cheese. I'm not coming to no 22-year-old place. Okay. But him and I have been in a strip club together. Really? Quite really? a few times. Oh, shit. Get out of here. I never knew that. Quite a few times. Young niggas know how to fuck up the money? It's always interesting. Young niggas got money you, to blow. You was yeah. tight. They got money to blow. You was tight I when they was in the club? Nah. Why would I be tight? I don't know. Niggas, they, they bag, I don't know. Streaming bag is a little bit different, no? That would be really fun, Compared though. to what? I, I don't know. I'm asking. I'm just asking, mm -hmm. Joe. <laughs> Yeah, I'm sure it is. I I I, I do story. imagine that it is a little bit yeah. different. Yeah, yeah nah. Uh, we we got. I can see us doing something like in a strip club or something like that. I bet. I, I'm I not mad at that, man. I, again, I just wanted to get some names off of these complex lists to see who it is. You know, high or low. That's it. There's no high and, or low. And any anybody that that y'all want to work with in the 2024? 2024. Mm. It's a good yeah. question. Yeah, I have that question, and I'd love to know what the evolution of this for you guys is and how you're going to get close in 2024. Ooh, okay, I questions. That. I love that. Um, um, I'm, I'm looking really forward to our first live show. I've never even like been to a live podcast show, so I don't even know what to expect. So I'm going to just take their lead, but I'm really excited for that in 2024. We're definitely going to do it. For sure. I think for me, um, I'm kind of, again, just, just learning and seeing how this space moves like, I appreciate when people kind of acknowledge us and the people that kind of acknowledge us is the people that I kind of want to work with. Like, I don't have a list of, oh, I need this person here on the podcast. Because mm. we never really did guests until the back end of this year. Mm. You know what yeah, I'm we saying? we went crazy like, with the guests out We of never nowhere, were really like, like, and even with you, you would always ask me like, yo, bro, why the fuck you ain't, like, why we ain't make this happen? I'm like, yo, Joe, I'm mm. trying to figure it out. So as far as people <clears throat> to be on the show, I don't really have anybody in that space. But I think I just want to continue to figure out like our identity as a podcast, like with the inflation of content, you know, and, and knowing like we talk about music, we talk about culture, we talk about, you know, ourselves. There's a lot of podcasts that do that. But I think still trying to separate ourselves from, you know, some of the people who are who started after us. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like we I think you mentioned this on our last podcast. If you didn't start a podcast by now, it's clipped. <laughs> like yeah. unless you are a Jeff T who could tell you <laughs> Tracy McGrady stories yeah. <laughs> unless you got something like that it's pretty much clip for you so I think for us I gotta go out there and do that podcast Jeff for sure. T Jeff T he's, he's killing shit he's, he's killing shit like, I got a lot of pods when I watch your shit and I'm a fan yeah. I wanna go there yeah, yeah. I wanna go there yeah gotcha so I think for us I, I think it's just about growth like Reggie yeah. said I think doing a live show continue to do our parties we do a party every year mm -hmm. I don't know too many podcasts who are like turning up with the people that fuck with them and selling it out so mm -hmm. I think just continue to carve out like our lane and, and doing it what it is that we do yeah for me. and for me I just wanna continue to put out more content we recently just added a new show to the network, and that makes me happy because I feel like it's just more opportunity. What there. show? Uh, it's called We Have More Thoughts. So there we go. Alley oop that right there. There you go. You Say the show, nigga. You know what I'm saying? We Have More Thoughts. Go check it out. Episode three is out now. Um, but I see people we in the- We have more thoughts. Like that. Yeah, niggas, boy. You like that. You don't like it? You don't you like, like it? I love it. Yeah. <laughs> it reminds like me of something. Because my head was on some shit like, yo, sometimes we running in here with time constraints, and we don't really get to get in that shit that we want to. And then people's work and different schedules. So for me, I just want to put more content in the space and see what it brings back. Mm -hmm. Going back to like the yeah. time constraints, I think that's one of the biggest things for me personally for this podcast. Like, Fuck these jobs. I was going to say, I want to create without limitations. 
That's like real. going into the next that would help the, so much the next iteration yeah. of this podcast because yeah. all of us you know we all got nine to fives we all try to make this thing enough work enough of that so <laughs> I, 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 I want to create without the know. ceiling we have a ceiling right now and once the three of us collectively break through that shit at noon <laughs> yeah. in the daytime Knock get it out yada, that yada, would, yada, yada, yada. like on some series but like that would help a lot if we didn't all literally have 40 hour weeks but it's like i can't picture myself quitting my journalist job i don't know maybe maybe That's like i have no idea what's gonna happen but yet. i don't Wants know the bag make you start no, thinking about i don't things. do it just for like the money though like i really like this it. is my life like the, i worked like my whole life to be a journalist yeah. i don't know Not if we have to quit though i don't well, you don't have to give up that dream yeah, but the time you know the time like having mm -hmm. uh like recording at like noon on a monday like yeah. we'll see we'll revisit this but conversation you're still a journalist yeah I know. Even if you quit the job that you have to go to and be a journalist, you're, you're right. still a journalist. You're right. You're right. You can find new and creative ways to, to still be a journalist. Supplement that income as a journalist. Mm -hmm. You don't. You're just not a journalist for you. For that um, outlet. Yeah. That's a great point. Okay. Yeah. I don't have this this <laughs> this short list of people I want to talk to. I think it's certain goals and benchmarks that I want to hit before we even get there. And one of those things is creating without limitation. Like right now, we we kind of got a glass ceiling and we we maximize mm -hmm. every fucking minute of mm -hmm. every single time we get into the studio. Mm -hmm. You get what I'm saying? To kind of do what it is that we do. I'm waiting to like break through that. Mm. I want to talk to Drake before we get yeah. too old. <laughs> I ain't huh? mad at that. Okay. You want to talk to Drake, you said? Until, I ain't mad at that. Let's make get, it happen. Before we get too old. I'm not mad at that at Let's all. Make it yeah. Mm. No, I'm not mad at that at all. So, so yeah. 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 I think that's what it would be for me. Yeah, man. For sure. For sure. Joe! Well, I, I support you guys. Of course. Um, yeah. I pray for y'all. Thank you. Uh, and I hope that this year brings y'all closer to exactly where y'all want to be absolutely uh remember that y'all hold the power for this to be a very transformative year and you can do anything in the world that you want to do so do not do not doubt yourselves i know that sounds like some after school special shit <laughs> but <laughs> as i'm listening to you talk believe in yourself it'd be a lot of yeah but and but we have to and yeah but there's no buts yeah you don't it's not but anything it's i'm save on we are the need to know podcast, and whatever the fuck we say we want to do, do we it. can do it. True, I hear you. Salute. I appreciate that. Well, no, thank you for pulling up mm -hmm. on the need to know podcast. This is how you, thank you wrapped man. up the year, thank man. You. Like this is dope. Let's get a round of applause for the God, the Paw for the one and thank only. You. The charcuterie. Come on, we got thank it all you. for you. Every With time the you pull cheese. up, I love we it. got everything you got need. You. We got the amazing spread. We got amazing vibes. It's early. Yeah. Get home early. You know what I mean? Yeah. I may never see you in Jersey again, but that's okay. Oh, you will. You nasty. But that is okay. You a freak boat. I may not. I may come without. And have a time. Mark that. Just nah. mark that. Yeah, look. Bro, don't do that. Yeah, but she was still doing it. I fucked up the vibe. It was, I'll put it on me. There you go. Put it on you. Right, put it real. on me. Well, don't if you put that. it on you, don't put it on Jersey. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. I, I did all that. Yeah. But don't with that being Jersey. said, it's what you need to know, when you need to know, on the Needs to Know podcast. We appreciate all y'all for pulling up. 
We promise to see y'all in the new year. Mm -hmm. uh, please, if y'all made it this far in the podcast, there's no reason you shouldn't like, comment, subscribe. Let us know. Go up, go down. <laughs> we got Joe in the building. Thank you again. Uh, shout out to Joe, Ian, all the guys over there, the whole team. We appreciate you, bro, for real. Thank you. Thank you. you. I appreciate Ooh. that. Yes, part indeed. three this summer. Let's do it. Whenever this summer. Whenever. It's saying this summer. Whatever you want. Now you know why? Because you got to leave space for shit to happen. I was laughing on my way. I was like, damn, I just did their podcast. And mad shit happened. Fight and did this the hand and the cool shit about like we ain't got to talk about like the salacious bullshit that all other niggas want to talk about. We could just do this. It's nothing, yo. There's nothing so salacious. I'm number one, have been, will be. There's no. What is this suspense about? Let's do it, man. Let's. All right, Joe. We'll see you next year. See you. See you summer, man. Peace out, bro.